Welcome to the Shape Sports Show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Shipe Sports Talk Show. Welcome to our NFL preview show. Uh, the reason we're doing the preview show this week is uh, we will be out for the next two weeks with my wedding and vacationing. So we will be doing the NFL preview show this week. And once we get back, we'll be doing our college football preview show as well. Uh, joined always in studio by co-host and producer Paul. How's it going, everybody? I hope it's going good. <laughs> uh, also joined in studio next to me is Brad. How are we doing, Shipe? Thanks for having me on the show again. All right. And across from me is David, the coach site. Good. Nice to be back. All right. Well, this is our preview show. It's going to run the same way as our MLB show did. We're going to go over every division, talk about each team, strengths and weakness, you know, if they made any key offseason moves, anyone lost any fingers during the offseason. Uh, don't play with fireworks. Uh, and then also at the end of the show, we'll be doing our playoff predictions, our Super Bowl winners. So basically trying to run the same way the MLB show did. Uh, a little bit different, though, because it is football. So we're going to get right into it, and we're going to start with the NFC East because the hometown team is there, which is your Washington Redskins. Uh, do either of you guys watch the ESPYs last night, Paul? Anyone? ESPYs? No. Nah. No? I did. They had a little zing about the Redskins in there. What so the it? co-host is one of those comedians, and he's talked about you know how NASCAR has gotten rid of you know the Confederate flag in their sport, and that Washington applauds them. Yeah. Washington, home of the Redskins. <laughs> so they're pulling in rid of racism, but their home team is the Redskins. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they had another football zing in there. They had, um, you know about American Pharaoh, right? The the horse and everything. Yeah, the triple crown. So they talked right? about the jockey. If he was in the NFL, he'd have been suspended for a year for whipping a three-year-old. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. So you know, one thing about that race, after he won, like the triple crown at the end when they had the mic going and he was kind of riding with his kind of guide guy or whatever. Mm -hmm. He was just like throwing all these cuss words out in Spanish like it was nothing. It was just like he's like I can't fucking believe this is this happened like this is awesome and but just like throwing out all kinds of like uh cuss words. So like I was like, "Oh my god, they're putting this on TV." Like no one was there saying, "He's bleep him," you know? It is in Spanish, but I mean, you know, you'd think they'd be prepared or something. Yeah, I don't know. I well, they're, I guess they're just hoping that no one understood them. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Donald yeah. Trump would not approve. <laughs> He'd send him back. If he's, I don't even know where he's from. I think he was Peruvian anyway. But All right. Well, let's just start with the NFC East. The NFC East, you're going to have, of course, the Washington Redskins. You're going to have the Philadelphia Eagles, the New York Football Giants, and the Dallas Cowboys. All these teams pretty much had major makeovers, I think, believe, except for the Giants. I think the Giants really, you know, didn't really make too many big moves, I think, in the offseason. But a lot of Cowboys sure did. As you obviously know, their top running back is gone. The Eagles, I guess you can say, stole the Cowboys running back, so he didn't really lead the division. And you got the Redskins, who made, I think, some pretty good defensive moves, especially along the front line, um, offensive side of the ball, you know, the draft. They made some moves. So let's go ahead and start with the Redskins. And um, Brad, let's start with your hometown team. What, what do you like about them, and how do you think they're going to do this year? Well, I like the fact that we added some protection for our quarterback because it's hard to play quarterback when you're being tackled uh, as soon as you snap the ball. But I also like some of the moves that we made in our secondary. Uh, you know, we we added Ihanacho from uh, from Denver, Colliver. Um, you know, we we we've just made some some necessary addresses towards uh, some obvious holes that we had in our squad, which is offensive line and which is our secondary. Uh, you know, I think I think the rest of the pieces that we have on this team are are good pieces. You know, I think RG three can be effective when he has time. I think our receivers, if RG three has time, can get you know open a lot easier. 
Um, and, and defensively, I think we can get after the quarterback, especially with the additions we've had at the, uh, um, you know, the defensive line. Uh, and now we can actually cover receivers uh, in a respectable manner. So, you know, I, I think we look a lot better uh, than how we looked last year, specifically addressing some of the, uh, the big concerns that we had, which was offensive line and secondary. With your secondary, uh, how do you think D'Angelo Hall is going to come back? Do you think he'll come back the same player or think he'll be a different player? Because he did tear his Achilles twice, one during the game, the other getting pizza. So, I mean, <laughs> he did slip. Is that it. true? Yeah, he slipped in a slice of pizza and retore yeah. his Achilles, right? I think it was a couple of months after surgery or a couple yeah, months. it was like maybe two months, three months yeah. after surgery. So, so how do you, think, do, you think he'll be, do you think he'll be in the starting lineup with him and Breedland, him and Amerson, or do you think he's going to go to a more of a nickelback role now? I don't know. I'm interested to see how we're going to use D hall. Honestly, I've heard really, really good things about Breland. Uh, you know, they, they said he was very aggressive when he was young, which, which I'm okay with. Uh, but we also have Chris Culliver. Um, you know, so I don't think D hall is going to have to, to cover the number one target anymore. You know, I think, I think Breland did a good job in the couple games that he played against Des Bryant, who is a, a top target in the league. Um, you know, but, but we know Culliver is, is an experienced back who probably can handle the number one target. And so, you know, I wonder how they're going to use him, but I don't think we're going to, you know, have to lean on him uh, at his age to step up and guard the number one guy. So, um, I, I don't, I don't see him being, uh, you know, possibly a, a problem for our defense because I think we have other people who can step up, uh, and do what he has been doing for us for years. I guess you can say that first game on Monday against the Cowboys was actually Breland's coming out game. I mean, he yeah. held he held Dez in check the entire game, and he almost basically won the game for the defensive side for you guys, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, he was your MVP that game. That was huge. You know, unfortunately, I, I was I was traveling. I was in the I was in the air, so I didn't get to watch that game. You know, was, that, that's the game we're talking about with uh, with Colt McCoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I kind of missed a lot of that game because I uh, I I was on a plane, but it I was excited to see that that we were competitive. Uh, and that we moved the football a little bit. I know Dallas's defense wasn't much to brag about, but uh, you know we had issues at quarterback, and then we put uh, Brennan in, and, and it looked like we were moving the ball a little bit. So I was happy about that. And then then our secondary stepped up, which was one of our prime weaknesses. Uh, so so yeah, I'm excited to see what you know what Breland has learned after his first year, and um, you know being able to talk with D Hall a little bit more, even with some of the safeties with Deshaun Goldston and uh, you know uh, Ihenacho. I- I'm excited to to see what he's learned and, and, and how he how he has grown and what he's going to do for this defense. All right, we'll come back to more about the defense, but we'll go with Coach. Uh, what do you think about the Russians this season? How are they looking? Well, how they're looking is uh, they, they should be pretty good, a lot better than last year. I think the biggest improvement what the Redskins did this year was hire a general manager. Okay, that goes back to the days of Bobby Beathard, Charlie Cashley, when they had general managers who would get with the coach and get, what do you need? Where can I get them? Who do we want to go after? And that goes back to their glory years, their Super Bowl years, two great general managers. If this young man turns out to be anywhere close to Bethard or Cassidy, how they ran the program, nothing but good things for the Redskins to come in the future. And the big key is this. Now, remember, Gruden was a quarterback coach, offensive guy at Cincy. Mm -hmm. He helped Dalton become a, a, a pretty good quarterback, if not one of the best in the AFC. He now has to turn it and get either RG3, if that's who he's going to go with, 
and McCoy and Cousins, he has to give them up, them up to the talent that they are capable of being. Okay? They have to get on a positive note. Uh, you know, do the things that an NFL quarterback should do, should be able to do. And the biggest thing is play above their capabilities. So with the additions they have, I thought they had a good draft, better than the draft they've probably had in the last five or six years. So I, I, I believe they should have a pretty good year, not a overwhelming, you know, winning the East year, but a, a decent year from last year with all these pieces. Once they get them gelled, watch out for the year after. No, I was saying Colt Brennan instead of Colt McCoy. Have you you were saying that? I think you said it, and you got me on that. Kick. Oh yeah, yeah, I was telling you about earlier. Cole McCoy. I'm sorry, not not Brennan. He was a skin at one point, but that he was, was a college quarterback. That was a long time ago. McCoy, was, who I was talking about in the Dallas game, yeah, uh, he's, he's back out in Hawaii surfing. So yeah, he probably is. Um, the one concern I have for the Redskins this year is, and maybe you all agree, is uh, you got carried in the linebacking core. You know, you have Perry Riley, Murphy, and all them. What do you have behind them? I feel like their depth, the linebackers, not that good. Riley and some of them, you know, they had games where they weren't their top notch, and if one of them goes down, you don't really have much depth behind them. I think they may have lacked in that. I mean, yeah, they bolstered their line up front. But I feel like they should have maybe added a couple more pieces in the linebacking core. Yeah, you know, you lose a Ratbo. All you can say what you want about him, but when he was healthy, when he was, he was a force to be reckoned with, yeah, and him and Kerrigan and. You know, I mean, even some people don't want him here. I still think believe that was a big loss because if he could have stayed healthy, that's a big help with Carrick on the other side. Um, but how do you feel about their linebacking core? Because I mean, you got Kerrigan, Riley, Robinson, Murphy starting, but you really have no big names behind them. They're all no names. So I mean, what what would happen if one of them goes down? And then also about your defensive bats. You know, as of now, they have Breeland and Carlin starting. But first linebackers, I mean, what do you do if one of them goes down since you have no big names behind them that, you know, maybe no one has proven themselves yet? You know, you're absolutely right. We are not deep at linebacker. I think that's, the you know, when, when we had our, our fifth pick there in the draft, I think we were considering trying to, you know, depth in our, our linebacker core, uh, you know, trying to add depth to it. But I, I think we we really we've invested so much in RG three that you know it's always good to have a a solid offensive line, um, uh, you know, and, and I hope I hope we don't get injured. But I, I realize injuries do happen, uh, but that that is something that that I think we have a lot of you know have a lot of chips invested in 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 the health of our starting linebackers because we're not very deep. You're absolutely right, um, and that's that's something that I think we're kind of just gonna have to cross when, uh, if 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 any of them get injured, uh, you know, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. And I think we all can agree, you know, the rookie crowd or the old situation he had during the summer. I guess we all can believe that maybe that was a little fate show that yeah. someone put on because that's kind of blown over. We have nothing, nothing else, so mm-hmm. I think we all can agree he was probably set up on that by someone who was very maybe a pissed off ex or something. Yeah, that's all kind of settled down. So if you had to pitch a record, do you think you guys are going to do this year? Let's go ahead and get the NFC East for the Redskins. What do you think they're going to do this year? Seven and nine. Okay. Coach? Uh, maybe eight and eight. That might be stretching a little bit, but possible. 
I'm going to go with 6 and 10. I think I think it's a tough division to win in this year. I think everyone in that division it's almost stacked and I think yeah. I, I you know, for your 7 and 9, for what you you said 7 and 9. Yeah. I think for them to go 7 and 9 or 8 and 8, they're going to have to win maybe half of those games or four and I think it'll be hard for them to maybe even sweep one of those teams or even you know, sweep two of them. I think it's going to be hard for them to win in this division this year. Hmm. I agree with you, but the rest of our schedule is Relative cakewalk outside of the Patriots. Um, you know, maybe Miami are, are only really, really two tough games. I, you know, and, and those division games are can be toss ups. You, you know what I mean? It, it's hard to beat a team twice. And so I'm kind of, I'm kind of just banking on the fact that we might go three and three in conference. Like, let, let's just say we go three and three. Um, you know, we lose, we win, we lose, we win. That's kind of, that, it's kind of estimated. All we need is four other wins. And and the rest of our schedule doesn't look that difficult that I think we can get four. Well, you go back to a couple of years ago when they're the only team in the division to beat the Giants twice convincingly, and then here the Giants go and win the win Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. So that's the way the division goes. Maybe the Giants are hoping you guys win twice again. If we sweep the Giants, they are probably going to be feeling very good about their chances to win the Super Bowl. Right. Speaking of the New York football Giants, let's go to them. Let's go with the Giants, and let's talk about, you know, they didn't really make any big moves this offseason. They say kind of quiet. The big news for them, I think, Really, the whole offseason was a couple of weeks ago where their top defensive uh, pass rusher, Jason Pierre-Paul, lost two fingers. But just he, one. he not, one. No, it was one? Yeah, just yeah, one, one for him. The guy from, from Tampa lost yeah. two. Tampa lost he didn't really lose it. He opted to get it amputated so he can come back and play, which I think you told me before there was offensive lineman that did that. And, you know, I mean, it's an easy route. You know, the only problem he may have, we'll see what happens when he goes down in the trenches. He just goes from right-handed to left-handed. Uh-huh. Well, let's hope he can do you know? Do, do you know how much, like, is it, did he just lose, like, a fingertip? Or index. was it, like... Index. When you go down, there you go. Oh. Like so he, three, lost, he lost a three, Yeah, three-point stance when you're in, when you're in your he stance. He lost the whole thing? Like, is it... Then he took it off to save the rest of it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, how do you do that? I guess you have... You just say, doctors, I want it off. I'm going to play football. No, but I mean, like, well, you put your that, fist that, down. Switch like a, just switch hands. Yeah, or, I guess so. It's no big deal for an NFL pro. They go left, right anyway. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, he may not even miss time. He may be able to ready for the start of the season. So let's go ahead and talk about them. I think offensively, they're going to be a lot better this year. I think they've upgraded everywhere. I think they got some offensive linemen help they needed, I believe, in the draft. Mm-hmm. They got the... I know they got some help in the draft. I gotta look well, it they up. They got the offense with Eric Flowers out of was out of Miami. Yes, big offensive tackle. Um, and I think you know you get Victor Cruz back, and a lot of people I think are overlooking what Victor Cruz will bring back to this team. You know, you got Odell Beckham, but now teams are like, all right, cool, we got to put you know we'll get Odell and we'll have a safety look over top of him. But now when you have that, and you have to look on the other side, you're going to have Victor Cruz, who you know before he went down was. A, was one of, you know one of the top receivers in this league. I mean, not top top, but you know he was getting yardage and everything for them. Mm-hmm. So I believe that Cruz will help Odell. And then you got the inside man. You got Ruben Randall, who's no slouch himself. Uh, you have to see if Larry Donnell can take the big step. We know he can play ball. I mean, we, he showed that against the Redskins last year. Yeah, you guys were struggling, but he came out very strong against you all that game. He had more uh, than just one game. He, he yes. had a couple of games. So we got he's got to take the next step. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they've really been hurting, I believe, at tight end since they lost Shockey. I really think they haven't found. The, yeah, I, yeah, right. They always find a way to make a tight end good. Yeah. I don't know how. Who who they have? Like Bass. Bass some, yeah, but I feel like their their last was, their last great tight end was Shockey. Though. Well, sure, in terms yeah. of like being one of the top tight ends, but in terms of just efficiency, they always find a way to make their tight ends efficient. It could be, it could be. 
Brian Arakpo playing tight end, they'd find a way to keep him healthy and make him efficient. I mean, the, the Giants just somehow do a good job. Of, you know, I guess I'll give credit to Tom or uh, to uh, Coughlin. Coughlin. Um, you know, the the way that the system works, and th- they always find a way to make their tight ends effective. And they definitely upgraded running back. I mean, you're going to have Jennings going again for a second year. Then you have yeah. Shane Vereen, who's a t- is a nightmare and a horrible matchup against teams. Not hor- as in. He makes bad matchups for teams with running bats putting them on and everything. I mean, he does a great job out of the backfield. Brady really utilized him well mm-hmm. out of the backfield. So I think their offense got a big boost in terms to where I think this team will compete. And on the other side, you know, they, you got Prince, who's been off and on health-wise, who when he's healthy, he's one of the better cornerbacks in the lead. You got Rodgers Kamara on the other side of him. So I feel like they've made definitely big steps this year to improve themselves. Well, they picked up the safety from Alabama. Yeah. The, uh yeah, Landon Collins, Collins who, was right. a proje- who was a first-round right. projection. Uh, projection. He was actually, I think, at one point considered a top-ten pick. Yeah, I mean, I think even they, the Redskins, right. they were even talking about him with the Redskins mm-hmm. at the five pick. I mean, he just slid down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they definitely improved, and I feel like this is going to be a better Giants team than last year. So, um, Brad, what are your thoughts? I mean, we've all been having open discussion. Do you all have any final thoughts on the Giants? Well, Anyone? I, yeah. Well, one of one of my things is, is is from being from the coaching standpoint. He he rehired his defensive coordinator. Okay, and that's a big that was a that's a big plus for them, bringing back the defensive coordinator. It was a question whether he was coming back or not, but Tom uh, thought that it, it it was viable for the way they were running the defense. And they also again, like, again they picked up the defensive end from UCLA. I like to be able to pronounce his last name, but I don't think I'm going to get it right, so <laughs> I want, don't want to deface the young man, but. You know, with with the two additions there, and you know, back to running the defense like it was last year. I, you know, I, I think they'll do okay. And I'm gonna, like I told you guys before the show started. You know, Tom wins the Super Bowl every four years, so this is his twelfth year there. So who knows what? All the Redskins have to do is de- beat them twice in regular season. They may win it. All right, well, let's go with uh, final predictions for the Giants. I'm going to have them winning the NFC East at 11-5. 8-8. and 10-6 eight. and six at best. All right, so I already have my NFC division winner pick. Uh, let's go with the Eagles now, Philadelphia Eagles, a little up 95. Uh, big overhaul during the offseason. They made some pretty big moves. Offense, defense, five. First off, they traded Nick Foles to the Rams. Got Sam Bradford in return, which I think could be a pretty good trade value if Bradford can stay healthy. Uh, you subtract LaShawn McCoy, but you go out and you take DeMarco Murray from the Cowboys. And then you go out, you get uh, Jeremy Macklin's gone, so Jordan Matthews will have to step up to be the main, the big guy here. Uh, and then on the defensive side, you go out and get Brian Matswell from the... Um, from the Seahawks, you know, Seahawks. you take a guy, from, you take a mission, uh, Legion of Boom member. So I think they've definitely made upgrades on both sides of the ball. Uh, I think DeMarco will actually be more effective in this system, I think, than the Cowboys. You're going to see him a lot more passing downs. But also behind him, you got to remember, you still have Sproles and you still have Ryan Matthews in that system. Yep. So it's not like DeMarco, where in the Cowboys, he was, you know, he was the guy. It's like every down, you know, DeMarco, third down, you got to go out there. We need you. I feel like he'll be used the right way because you can save his legs more during the season. He'll still be an effective running back. I'm sure he'll still be out there sometimes on third downs, but you can save his legs more for later in the season. Like, he won't be worn out. I mean, I know people are like, well, you know, he's getting up there in age, but now you probably have people behind him where you can throw it out there on someone else on third down, like a Sproles, who can, who's perfect for a Chip Kelly offense the way Chip Kelly runs that offense. 
and you have Ryan Matthews behind them. So I feel like this offense will thrive with DeMarco. DeMarco will not have to be used as much. He won't be, he'll be the workhorse, but he won't be, you know, like, okay, every, he won't be taking almost right. 70 snaps a game or something. He'll be able to get some breathers. You know, the Cowboys won't use him, which I felt what the Cowboys were doing last season, putting him out there to play was, okay, this is last year, we may lose him. Let's just work them all now, get as much out of them, and then he'll just burn out somewhere. And I feel like Chip Kelly can make sure he won't burn out. Um, Brad, first your thoughts on the Eagles. Uh, well, it's hard to dissect the Eagles now because uh, whatever game plan any of the NFC East teams had against the Eagles, it's completely different now. And you don't know what to expect. This is a completely different team. You don't know what Chip Kelly is going to do. Uh you know, I think that adds a massive strategic advantage to an already offensive genius. Um, I got the Eagles absolutely confusing everyone. I think there's going to be an emergence of Zach Ertz and Jordan Matthews, and I think they're going to run the ball efficiently, and I think they're going to put up points. Uh, the only difference this year compared to last year is they won't give up 95 passing touchdowns. I'm just making that figure up. I should have exaggerated more. A thousand. I'm sorry. A thousand passing touchdowns the Eagles gave up last season. They were horrible, worse than the skins, if that's even possible. But they were. And now they went and picked up Maxwell. I mean, that's going to completely change the dynamic that their defense has, knowing that they have someone who can at least, you know, knock a ball down instead of just giving up, you know, touchdowns over your head. Uh, you know, I I think the Eagles are going to be the top of the NFC East, and I think they have a surprise factor, and no one knows what to expect. Um, you know, Sam Bradford hasn't played a, you know, a, a game in a while. So there's no like real tape that they can dig, uh, off of him. Uh, th- this is, this is advantage Eagles. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, so I, I think they're gonna, they're gonna be great. I'm not worried about them offensively and they've only got better defensively. So, and this is the more type of offense I think Bradford ran in college yep. in college. Yep. So, yeah. Because he was, I think he was a runner in college. Like, he could get outside the pocket if he had to. Not much, more. but he was good at quick strike stuff. He's got a way... I think he's more quick than what Foles was. Well, he's got a much stronger arm than, than Foles. Yes. Uh, and and he can quick hit, which is which is what Chip Kelly likes. He likes fast and quick hitting. Uh, and and that's... that Bradford likes that, too. You know, his system in Oklahoma was built kind of around that, and he was very effective doing it. Uh, sadly, he's just had kind of an injury-plagued career, uh, even at Oklahoma. But... I think I think he stays healthy. Uh, I think Ertz is is gonna really uh, you know kind of elevate his game this year. He's gonna have to because there's not many other targets that that the Eagles have you know that they can rely on. I, they they have some secret weapons. I, I think that that can do very well uh, in, in in Josh Huff. But but you know you know Matthews is good and you know Ertz is gonna have to step up in order for them to to really be effective. And I think both of them will. Kelly is known for turning. Small time players, you know, Oregon. Usually, when players go to Oregon, you really don't hear about them till they get to Oregon. Like a lot, I mean, I'm sure no one knew about Mariota what he did, you know, in high school or something. I mean, he wasn't really, a, I don't think, True. that big of a recruit. But Kelly knows how to utilize what he gets. Well, yeah, he and people may call him stupid or whatever for getting rid of all these players, but he knows what he's doing. He knows what he, he needs to get out of players. He gets what he wants. He goes after players that he wants. He doesn't just go after players because of their names. I mean, look, he got rid of Macklin. He got rid of Jackson. He got rid of Shady. He doesn't care about your name. He cares about your effectiveness in his system and if I can use you. If I can't use you, I'm done with you. And, I mean, you, you got to give him credit. It's it's worked. You know, it's it's not like he's just kind of— His sh- system works. It, it works. It he's works. Not, he's not just full of, full of hot air. 
the dude is effective getting rid of his best offensive player every single year. So I have no reason to think he's not going to be effective doing that again. I mean, even the NFL tried to tone down his offense when they said, oh, you know, give us time to reset the ball and everything. He still found a way to get through it. It's like, like, all right, you all want to do that to me? Well, guess what? I'm still going to do what I want to do. And we saw what happened the first game against the Skins. I mean, the Skins looked... That first game in his in the NFL yeah, a couple we were, years ago, you all looked lost. Gas, yeah, we were, we were gas. Vic he looked was lost, throwing all over us. It was, it was, uh, yeah, that was a mess. And I mean, it's funny, like you've seen this system for two years now, but he finds new ways. Well, here's the thing to redo it, and he gets new personnel. Yeah, he gets so new personnel. So you don't know so, what's going on. So tackling Shady is completely different than tackling Demarco Murray. I mean, Murray can can hit stick you a little bit more than than Shady can. So now it's going to be in the trenches instead of kind of bouncing it at. Uh, he's running it like outside, a university, so. like a university, a new player every right. year, like new freshmen are coming in every year. Maybe, That's what he's doing. You can kind of think of it like that. Yeah. Sure. It pretty, pretty much is. <laughs> and he gets stud talent every single year. Every, yeah. he, you know. I mean, he just keeps, he re-umps his player. I mean, who knows? After this year, he may trade to Marco or something. Who knows? I got the Eagles uh, doing work again this year. All right. Uh, Dad, you're, do you have any more final thoughts on the Eagles? Well, you know, you guys are hitting it pretty good. Uh, Kelly's running this place. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying he's still... Somewhat, he's out of college and a pro now, but he is getting players into his system that are NFL caliber players that can run this system. Because even if you look at his draft, I mean, I'm looking here the first six draft picks, five are defense. Mm-hmm. That's what they so need to do. So now he needed, and, and three or four DBs. So he's, he's, he brought in Maxwell, who's a veteran. He got these younger kids that are, you know, out of college who, he believes can play his secondary or play his defense how and and work. So it it is. He just he reboots every year. If you're not getting the system, you're gone. It's easier to get get them out of there in one year in NFL than it is you got to deal with them for four years in college. It's true, and it's kind of like the Patriots. Right. Patriots operate the same way, right. where it's like, hey, look, we we don't need you. Like we need the system, and we don't need you. Yeah. All the great coaches have great systems. You know, you have Belichick who has a system. You can go to basketball, Coach K, his system works. I mean, he really gets only one big recruit every year. Yes, it helps, but he has a great system there. So it's almost like the great coaches, they have great systems. I know Guillermo would like this, Pop. Pop, he has a great, he's a great system. Great system. Yeah. They'll be even greater with Lamarcus this year. It's going to be scary. Let's yeah, not let's not talk about yeah. it. <laughs> All right, now, final prediction for the Eagles. I have them as 10 at sits, and I have them as one of my wild card teams, actually. So, Brad? We're in the division 11 and 5. 10 and 6. What do you have the Giants as? Ten and six. So who do you have winning the division? Winning the division? I'll go with the Giants. Okay. Same as me. So final, real quick, before we get started, before we get going the rest of the NFC, uh, what we're actually going to do this week is we're going to change our show up a little bit, what I said. I said two weeks will be our college football. We're actually going to do the whole NFC this week, let everyone dissect it, come back in two weeks, do the AFC, and then we'll do college football. So we're going to break down the show by NFC and AFC. Okay. I was like, dang, I'm stressed now about some of these AFC ones. But okay. <laughs> that's, that's okay. So we'll uh, we'll give everyone time to dissect the NFC, and then we'll go to the AFC. Fair in enough. In the following two weeks. And after that, we'll do our college football. So just giving a little program update, like how they do in the big times. Little gotcha. breaking news updates. <clears throat> Not breaking news. He didn't see my notes for the AFC. That's why he switched it to another. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is for the final team in the East, which are the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, no, not in this, not in this mm-hmm. area. No, not around here. <laughs> okay. All right, let's go with the Cowboys. Uh, makeovers on offense. Um, Demarco, bye bye. Eagles, you can have them. In comes Darren McFadden and Joseph Randall. Which McFadden, everyone's like, oh, he's doesn't do anything. He's been a bust. Well, 
I think a lot of players that went to Oakland have been bust so far because they haven't had anything to work with. I mean, his off the offensive line there sucks. I mean, you, they have no one to work with. Amari Cooper, you know, good luck to you. I mean, hopefully you have a quarterback and get you the ball. He does. Carter yeah. Ben. But I feel like a lot of people that went to Oakland, like they just they didn't have a team to work with. And I feel like Perfect. what? <laughs> I feel like McFadden's gonna is gonna thrive <laughs> with this offensive line. Don't you agree? This um, offensive line? Yeah. I I think for a while, yes, but McFadden loves to get hurt. And he say he- if he stays healthy, he'll well, be... Uh, well, let me tell you this. If he stays healthy, the Cowboys <laughs> ran the ball more than any other team last year, more than Seattle. And so they are going to put a lot of workload, uh, unless they're going to do a split back and, and... I feel like they are, because I feel like Randall... And Randall are going to yeah. split touches. That, if that's the case, then okay. But I'm just worried. Like I, I, I'm surprised DeMarco Murray's body held up through the... the the schlacking that he took last year. I mean, which is why he needed a change. Which, like I said, that the Cowboys used him as much as they could with him being a contract year. I mean, and 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 why sure, not? That that could have been their idea. Maybe they're they're gonna start throwing the ball more. But I feel like that's a bad idea with Tony Romo, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I would think they're gonna stick to their identity, which is we have a massive offensive line and we can block both pass and run block. And I think they're gonna try and set up passing plays. Uh, through running the football. And if that's the case, Darren McFadden, be prepared to take a couple pops yeah, play action. in the middle. Well, if he can stay healthy, he's probably he's, he can be a pretty damn good I mean, back this year, a thousand-yard rusher probably. Every year. His first, like, two years in, in the NFL, he was a beast. And then he got hurt. And they got hurt. I think also the system in Oakland, they weren't really the best offensive line, I think. I think he True, had a lot. True, but he didn't even need a system. I mean, he was such a, a stud athlete that he didn't necessarily even need a system. Uh, but... I just think, man, he 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 has bandages everywhere on the inside. He has band aids all over his body on the inside, and 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 everything's just waiting to give out again after after one nice crack. I, you know, I I hope he's okay because he's he's a you know fun to watch. He's great, uh, but I just wonder if he can hold up the way. DeMarco Murray did uh, running the ball that many times. I just, mm, I don't know. Well, the Cowboys also probably got the best offensive line rookie that wasn't drafted. Collins was probably, could have been considered one of the best offensive linemen in the draft, and he wasn't drafted because of the okay, allegations. Right. And that's fine. And I'm not saying he's not going to get 10 yards, but eventually. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not, talking about, I'm not talking about McFadden anymore. I'm talking about their offensive line, how good it's going to oh, be. No, it's it's going to be very good. It's going to be, <laughs> it's, it's going to look dude. great again. I mean, Romo's going to have time, and, and I think now Robinson and. Uh, Dez are going to be going to be nice. I think this is one of the reasons why you see teams like the Redskins upgrade their front seven. Well, especially their line because yeah. against the 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 whole NFCs has really great quarterbacks, great running backs. You got to get to the quarterback, and if you leave evening one like Eli, Romo, even Bradford, the way we've seen him play when he's healthy, give them time. They're going to make the passes, yeah, and they have the receivers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Dez who finally resigns. So you don't have to worry about him holding out. I mean, the Cowboys, they're going to be the Cowboys every year. They're going to be in contention. Uh, they'll be in contention until week 17, then they'll lose it and they won't make the playoffs or they'll need help from someone else. What? I thought that was, I thought you'd be happy about saying something like that. I mean, I hope you're right, <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, it's going to be a good, I mean, you hate to say it as Jens fans, but they always have a good team every year. Jerry Jones, as much as everyone hates him, he knows how to resign. He knows how to go out and get players. I don't know if it's mostly him. Well, he is a general manager as well. This so. is the first year they broke 500 in like eons. So yeah, but what constitutes a good team? Because they, they were 8-8. Eight and eight. Every year they're 8-8. Eight and eight. This is the first year they didn't go 8-8 eight and eight in like seven straight seasons or something. 
So, I mean, are they that good? I think what they needed help was defensive side, mostly. They got the offensive talent. They just need a defense. Well, they, they got the help. But here's here's what and a lot of people are saying. If if Brian, if the, the, the number one pick, Jones, cornerback, okay, Randy Gregory can fit in or put a little bit of weight on him. Okay, yeah. and like you said, Collins, if those guys can contribute right now, that will improve especially on the defensive side of the ball because they still need a little help at cornerback and they need Gregory to to come in and play up to his capability like he you know would play a little bit you know up in Nebraska but you know he's going to have to fit in quick but here's the thing with Gregory though is he was a top 10 pick until they found out the allegations against him right right but so I mean that's they got they got two top 10 talents one in the one where Gregory go third or second second round uh, Randy Gregory Second. Yeah, they got a top ten pick in the second round, then they got a top ten undrafted player. Right. So I mean, I mean, they almost had the best draft just because of signing Collins outside of it. And if you even if you count that him part of the draft, they I think they had the best draft class out of everyone. They went out and got what they needed. Yeah. True. They didn't get a running back, but they already had someone in their system they felt that could run it. Yeah, well, I mean, they got DMAC, they got free agency. They yeah. you know, so so they kind of did get a running back. So um, I think they did their needs what they needed. Okay. Big time. I agree with you. But I meant I meant Williams. Williams and Dez, I, I think, are going to be a nice tandem. I think Williams is going to really come into his own this year. I think that offensive line will still be blocking well for Tony Romo, and I I, uh, I see some who's a short guy, pretty big Slot. things. Beasley, yeah, Beasley. Yeah. Do you yeah. see him maybe being like a Wes Welker type for Romo? I mean, he was last year. Uh, you, you see know, him keeping that role, maybe improving a little bit more. Yeah, I don't I don't see any reason why not. You know, I I know they kind of use him and Witten as kind of outlets and really take more shots with with, with Williams and Dez right. downfield, uh, but I, I think Romo is comfortable with him and you know he is a very rattled quarterback uh, and so when he finds kind of a safety outlet like Witten, yeah. I think he likes it. So I, I I see them still using Beasley because I think Romo uh, had there's a safety blanket that goes on with that. Yeah. So let's go with the pits. I'm gonna go. What What do you want to say? Didn't Dallas uh, pick up? Was it Swan, the tight end? It was is that the young man from Minnesota? No, that no. Max Williams went to Williams. Baltimore. Okay, but yeah. Swan's not too. Uh, he's not too bad of a tight end backup either. So they're going to have another person. And Esc- they still have Escobar. The still have Escobar. I mean, right, that guy's right. probably going to be third on the depth chart. It's going to be Witten, Escobar, and then and then it's got. And Escobar had a couple of good games last year he'll, too. He'll be in there. He did. He'll he'll be in there. He, he could. They yeah. they could find a way to use it. They got depth, a tight end. Yeah, they do yeah. have depth, a tight end, uh, very much so. And you yeah. really, and it's almost like, well, yeah, you got Esther Bar, but it's almost like you want to see if it's just Jason Witten being Jason Witten as good he is, or maybe it's another Giants where it's a system where the tight ends just thrive. And I would love to see that. All right, but let's talk about another thing. Tony Romo's health last year, the skin's like broke his back or something. Yeah, this dude's had some health problems, and their backup isn't it Brandon Whedon? Brandon Whedon. Whedon. So let's talk about that. Let's hope Romo can stay healthy because he's stay only healthy. getting older and and he's only taking more licks. Uh, Didn't they just re-sign him a couple years ago? Yeah, they did. Yeah, and everyone thought that he trying did. to build his confidence. They I thought think. he wasn't going to be re-signed. Right. Uh, so Romo could be on the last leg of his career. I'm not. I'm not saying he's gonna get hurt. I'm just saying if he does, like that team looks completely different with Brandon Whedon or whomever else. I mean, you're getting to the point where you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go look for a quarterback in the draft, and you know. Jerry Jones like, oh, I don't want to make Tony Romo feel pressured or none. Well, sooner or later, you're going to have to do it. I mean, the Saints did it with Drew Brees. I mean, every big team will go out and get a quarterback to make sure they have a reliable source in case your guy goes down. True, but I'm just saying, like, this year in particular, if he does have to miss a couple games, 
you can pretty much scratch those as losses because yep. there's nothing that's going to come in and move the ball efficiently. You're going to have opinion. to run the ball every play. And, and I mean, that can only take you so far. That's what's going to take Darren McFadden to the bench <laughs> with an injury. Yeah. Sorry, DMAC. And there is there any options for them to go out and get quarterback? That's the thing. I mean, do they have any option in free agency? Anyone's out there? I, I mean, mean, there's really Brett not, Favre come out of retirement again? Uh, nothing right now. I think Favre is uh, still putting on his jeans. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you have? Levi's or whatever they Wranglers. Wranglers, uh, yeah, Wranglers, Wranglers with Dale Earnhardt. I mean, is there any option? I mean, is there any teams that could be looking to maybe drop another quarterback they can get? I mean, I really thought they may have taken like a late rookie in the late round just as a yeah, we'll precautionary. Give, we'll give up no. Cousins. Should you go give Colt McCoy like to go back to Dallas or back to Texas? Yeah, touche. He probably would like to play for Dallas, that little Texas boy. <laughs> yeah. All right, well. I don't know if he's too really friendly after what he did last year to yeah, them. Yeah, touche. I mean, I don't think the Cowboy fans expected the third-string quarterback to come in and whoop their ass yeah, like that. at home. So that was well, nice. there are some quarterbacks that may be, may be out there, second- or third-tier quarterbacks. That after the preseason. Once they get through camp and stuff, you may see a couple. Uh, I'd say they got a couple up in the Jets that so they could probably deal one out. Gino to the Cowboys. Some some could happen. I'm just yeah. saying they don't have much depth at quarterback. Right. It goes from here to mm. who likes Jerry in the NFL. That's Maybe uh, RG three wants to go back to Texas. Blah. <laughs> and play near Baylor. Blah. <laughs> All right, let's go with the Cowboy pits. I got nine and seven. I had them finishing over not a five hundred. I got nine seven two. I just think uh, I I think the way they ran the football last year. I, Teams are going to figure that out a little bit and, and find ways to break it down. And I think Darren McFadden just uh, isn't as good as DeMarco Murray right now. So I, I got them 9-7, taking a step back. 9-7. All right, so basically we all have a big, probably a good-sized three-team race for the division except for the Redskins. Yeah, I mean, at least for this year. I have 11-5, and 9-7, 8-8, 7 See, I have 11-5, 10-6, 9-7. I, I have one of those I have one of those where it may come down to the final week of the season where everyone plays against each other. Where the Redskins once again may be playing spoiler, which well, I'm sure you guys we did would it love. last year. You did it last we year. Did it last yeah. year. Sorry. If you're not going to make the playoffs, the next best thing is to play spoiler. Oh, especially when it's in your in yeah. your division. It's like psh, take that. All right, we're gonna go with the we're gonna go next to the NFC West with the defending NFC champs, the Seahawks, who had a little bit of uh, one of the big makeovers on the offensive side. Where I don't think anyone saw that coming. Where they added Jimmy Graham, another weapon for Russell Wilson. You got the Arizona Cardinals in that division. St. Louis Rams, who flopped quarterbacks with the Eagles. And then you have the San Fran, who everyone said they didn't want to play anymore and decided to retire from the NFL. And coach. Get rid of coach, too. Yeah. yeah. They got, big, uh, big, big San Fran's loss. in trouble. San Fran's going to be dropping off the edge of the cliff probably this year. Um, it's going to feel like an earthquake out there. No. So let's go <laughs> Let's go open discussion with the whole West and just talk about, you know, teams. Let's go discussion. You know, with the San Fran, like I said, I think they're going to drop off because I feel like Kaepernick... Every year since he's been, you know, rising, I felt he's just been going backwards. There's really no forwardness. They brought in Torrey Smith, I feel, to maybe try to help him out. You know, you lose Crabtree. I think Smith is more of a, let me just run down the field, just throw the ball to me, and I'll go catch it more. than a, I feel like Crabtree was more of a physical receiver than Smith. You still got Bolden, so you do match up Smith and Bolden again, and I think maybe what they're hoping for is that chemistry will Rework with them. I mean, obviously, chemistry between receivers aren't as much as quarterback receiver. You call them Super Bowl? Last time I'm Smith not, and Bolden were together, they were not calling Super Bowl. They had a better quarterback throwing them the ball than Kaepernick. I'll so, agree with you on that. Uh, you lose Frank Gore, but then you have Carlos Hyde, who can develop into a very good running back. And I've heard Lattimore is starting to look really good. Is that the one who broke? No, it's not the yeah, one. he had yeah, a couple. Lattimore. He had a couple ugly injuries at South Carolina. I, I, they said he retired. No, I last I heard he retired like two days ago. I heard he retired. I read a report a week ago that said he looks pretty good. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know they said a couple months ago he retired because of the knee injuries. I don't know. 
I'll have to look at that. Yeah, uh, we'll Vernon go. Davis has just been declining the past couple of years. I mean, for yeah. tight end, you can only go so far as your he's, quarterback takes you. He's had injuries, too. He missed a lot of games. I had him in fantasy. He missed a lot of games last no, year. So no. That's why I, I, I think I may have him, too. I went and got myself Larry Donnell against the Redskins one weekend. All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so you got that going on with the San Francisco. You had Alden, you had Alden Smith retire. You had one of their offensive linemen retired. You lose Captree. Patrick Willis. Willis. No, not Alden Smith. I meant Willis. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Jason Smith retired, right? Justin. Justin. Sorry. Justin Smith retired. So you yeah. lost a pretty good amount. So you lose your coach who was very disgruntled. People said they had problems with the locker room. I still think he was a pretty damn good hard-nosed yeah, coach. Yeah, he won that a lot of games. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, why would you want to throw someone out like that? So, I mean, you just got to see what happens with them. I mean, I don't really expect them to compete in this division this year. I feel like they are going to they're in a little rebuilding thing where they're going to have to reamp. They're going to have to re- go out and rebuild their whole defense again. You lose Willis and Smith, you basically just lost your entire pass rush. I mean, you still have Alden Smith there, but Well, and that other linebacker who came in and played really well. What McDonald? Yeah, he's yeah. left, right? And he done retired, twenty four years and then, old. Right. Yeah, one year, one and done. And then the other, yeah, I think he had the concussion issues. And then you had their offensive, their defensive lineman Roy McDonald decide he wanted to go out and just he keep hitting people, hitting women. So <laughs> yeah, he's done. He's out of the NFL. He went to the Bears, and then the Bears just said, "Uh, yeah, too many problems. Goodbye." You think after you hit one, you would learn, but apparently not. No, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's, these players are stupid. Like you're gonna get you get busted once, and then you're gonna just keep doing it. It, I mean, it's whatever way to end your career and lose money, you dumbass. Well, that's a separate topic. It's, yeah, it is. It's still stupid. I mean, then it's Carlos Rogers. I'm assuming still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, you still got some secondary help, but you lose Patrick uh, Cotts, who went yeah, to the Titans. He was a pre. He started to develop his own there. Yeah. So they lost a lot on the defensive side. So and this in the NFC West has always been a very defensive heavy division. So I mean, I'll go ahead and just say it. I think they're going to go five and eleven. I think they're going to be a top five pick next year. That sounds about right. I think this whole division is going to take a massive step back compared to last year. Uh, I think Arizona is going to have more quarterback problems, and the way they finished off last season could be what they're dealing with this whole season if they don't have a quarterback that can stay healthy. Um, This is going to be Seattle's for the taking. It's like taking candy from a baby. Uh, you know, St. Louis isn't going to be that good uh, as much as I think Nick Foles is a, a very good system quarterback. Just, it's not enough talent to beat some of these defenses, to beat Arizona's defense, to beat Seattle's defense uh, and win games. So, I mean, sure, 5-11 and 11, San Fran, probably the same for St. Louis and Arizona, maybe 7-9. and nine. I got Seattle going 12-4. and four. I mean, I think Seattle's going to run this, and I think that division is going to take a massive step back. You know, I would have picked St. Louis to have a better record than what you said, but as soon as they traded Bradford, I think that kind of went away. I guess he just didn't fit Jeff Fisher's uh, system. I mean, Fisher never really got to see him that much with health wise, so I just I think that's what hurt him a lot. Fisher, Fisher never really yeah, Fisher never really got to see him. No, Arizona, I feel would be a lot, a lot better team. I think you know you got Palmer, but how's he going to come back from the ACL? I mean, they started right. off strong last year, but as soon as they lost Palmer, it just I feel like Arizona would have had a better run last year if Palmer had stayed healthy throughout the whole year. I mean, they were running the table. Oh, sure. They they yeah. they only lost like one game and then he got hurt. I mean, they they were looking real good and and it could be a similar situation this year for them, but I'm just I doubt it. For some reason I just doubt it. For who, Arizona? Yeah. Ellington, I think needs to have a, I mean, he'll I think he'll still have a good year for them. Fitzgerald, 
Fitzgerald, I still feel, can be a top receiver in this league. He just needs someone who can throw him the ball. I think those those years where he was struggling was he didn't have a quarterback, and Palmer was re-getting him back to where his career was, and then Palmer gets the injury, and that's it for him. I feel Stanton. like Floyd is still a pretty damn good receiver there, but like I said, you just they need a quarterback to get him the ball, and I feel like you know Palmer, I think he's coming on the last leg of his career, maybe one, two years left. So you need to look at that. You need to look at a quarterback situation. Same for the Cowboys, like you said this year, Romo. If Palmer goes down, who do they have? Yeah, I, you know, I I like Arizona's pieces. You know, wide receiver wise, Floyd, Fitzgerald, Josh Brown. Um, I just feel like they have no identity. You know what I mean? I just I don't know. There's something about like you think about Arizona, and you're just like, man, like okay, you know, they 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 don't turn you on any. You know, that there's nothing that you're like. You know they're gonna fight and, and they're gonna you know and they're gonna compete. You know they got Patrick Patrick Pearson who's who's good, but just otherwise it's just like I don't know that. We well, got Honey Badger on the other side who actually came on pretty good. True. Uh, I I just I don't know. There's something about something about them that I'm just like they they need to find an identity and they need to they they need to 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 want to compete more and and I don't know. Just put just put Peterson on both sides of the ball. You know, they they may find <laughs> which an, they did last year. They may find an identity if they get, if they get rid of that sick looking logo <laughs> that Arizona has. I mean, what is that? You look at this, you go, huh? Maybe that's their problem. What 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 national flag is that? Because you look at everybody else's logo, you got the Bears, you got the Packers. Not you know, oh man, that's a great look. What the hell does Arizona have? But then Arizona looking on defense, they added some some. Players that they needed, they added, you know, Peters, defensive tackle, Weatherspoon, Lamar Woodley. Now that may have been maybe the help that they might need. Keep them in the game, baby, and let Carson just find a way to win. Keep the defense close. Keep the other team out or far away from the end zone as you possibly can. Try to get it back and maybe give Carson a chance to win. I, I thought last year that hurt him in the playoffs. That defense. I mean, they're making plays over there, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Well, the defense was gassed because the offense couldn't get a dang first down. I mean, if you had Palmer in that game, they single, they easily beat, I think, Carolina. Oh, I, without a doubt. That's, that's, say that's beat, a given. I'd say well, they probably would have a bye. They probably would have had the bye. Yeah, they'd probably be a number one seed. I, I don't see Seattle passing them, personally. We would have been talking about possibility. If this, if they would, if Carson would have gotten hurt as soon as they got the playoffs, we would have been talking about... Holy crap! Are we going to have a team that's going to have home field in the Super Bowl? Well, that did, that was the talk halfway through the season. Are yeah. we going to have a team that's going to have home field in the Super Bowl? Yeah, it could have been. And halfway through the season, it was it looked like Arizona. May, I don't know as a team. I don't know if a team's ever done that in this era of a Super Bowl. I really don't think so. No, we would have had the first team been like, holy crap, they're going to have home field. And you know the NFL. You know I I don't know if they ever thought about the possibility of maybe a team. You know one of those teams ever having it. But it's almost like, you know, if that would have happened, I mean, how big would that have been for the city of, you know, Arizona oh, yeah, and everything? It would have been well, great. Well, the state, but I mean, obviously yeah. Phoenix and everything. But that's what we were talking about until Palmer went down. And it's going to be the same thing this year. Palmer goes down, they're in trouble again. They are, yeah. They're another team that needs to go out and get a young well, quarterback. That doesn't mean they on. can't pick up somebody in, in, in within the next, you know, months or so or a couple months All or right, just, you who, know. But who's going to learn the system and who's going to be as effective you know, as Carson Palmer? Even anybody coming in. You're talking about yeah. somebody bringing in for, to, to back up Romo or somebody. They still have to learn the system. Oh, no, that that's I, very true. I, I'm not I, saying I Romo's going to get hurt week one, but I'm yeah, I'm just saying. That, you're almost better off, though, bringing in someone to learn quickly on the system than using what you got. Same thing for Romo. Sure, Same sure. thing for Romo. That's why I said bring somebody in, but 
you're not going to bring in I mean, a dummy. So. Logan Thomas proved that he was not an NFL quarterback. Everyone said, you know, he had the body type and everything. He doesn't have the play. Yeah, but he's still a couple. He's two yeah, or three I mean, years yeah, away. He's only played one year. I mean, he. Yeah, his one touchdown was thanks to Ellington with that one little screen or whatever. You know, he, they were talking about even before he got into the games, he still had a flaw in his throwing motion. I mean, he had that flaw when he was down at Virginia Tech, and they worked on it for the last year. And it still was flawed when he got to the NFL. Yeah, he he's got prototypical size. You know, oh he's, yeah, he's big, six five, what like two fifty. I mean, he's, yeah, he's large, and he has a a rocket. You know, it's just a matter of can they get his accuracy under control, his throwing right. motion under control, and his his mind under control. Right. Um, you know, so but there's still time. He's not. You you, you can't write him off. No, now. no, you're one's not going to because you're gonna you're, you're looking you at a big individual that he like can't play in the NFL. Yeah, I think he can't. But he's I mean, an athlete. you are writing him off. Yeah, I'm writing him off. Yeah, the thing is, he's an athlete. So he can't so, play quarterback. Put him a tight. RG three is an athlete, and he can't play shit for the past two years. I mean, he's. Don't get me started on that stuff. So is Andrew Luck. He's an athlete, and he's frying. Yeah, it's also maybe the system, maybe or something. But just certain maybe the system. Certain athletes can't play. You may be a great athlete, but you can't play. My, I mean, how many okay. other? There's other sports that have great athletes. I'm sure they couldn't get in the NFL. No, you're right. Yeah, I now, mean, come, now we're bringing in other sports and we're talking to NFL. You just you're talking, you're talking about, about athletes. athletes. In NFL, NFL athletes. What's this game? I'm not Are, saying. Help me out. Over I'm there. not saying to bring it into. I got to score in the NBA and put him in a wide receiver. I kind of missed it. I was. Uh, LeBron was a wide receiver. Maybe he could play in the NFL. I don't know. He can play in the NFL. Probably. He probably. He, he might to. be one few out there that might. I just don't like Logan Thomas even developing. I don't. I don't think he was that good in Virginia Tech. If he was that good, they would have won more games. Bo Jackson. But remember, Dude, I said he let, had me, let me tell you this, Shipe. When Aaron Rodgers was at University of California, they had Deshaun Jackson and they had Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Why didn't he win more games? Exactly. That's why I'm telling you. You can't rule this guy out yet. I just think. I don't like him personally. Uh, I don't like him. Okay, I'm not, I personally don't I'm like. I'm not him. saying Logan Thomas is going to be Aaron Rodgers. I'm just no. telling you, like, even with some of the best talent, Aaron Rodgers, who is one of the best quarterbacks now, didn't win like a national title and won a fair amount of games. He's ne- he's not like a top ten quarterback. I, okay, that's your opinion. I've just never it's, liked it's, Logan Thomas. Okay, I've never not, had. It's not my opinion. I'm giving you stats. I know you're giving me stats. Okay, but I'm just letting you know I've never liked Logan Thomas. And that's fine. I watched Virginia Tech. I never liked him. I never thought he was good. Okay. I'm sure a lot of people felt the same way about Aaron Rodgers. And I'm sure they did. And look at him. Well, I'm pretty sure they're two totally different people. <laughs> okay, if you want to rule them out, that's fine. I'm just saying. You if we go three or two years down, if we go two or three years down the You'll road. You'll probably be right, but I'm saying Thomas you is a fucking all pro like Aaron Rodgers. You can come back and you can do whatever you can say, whatever you want to me, but it's not going to happen. He's never going to be a starter. He's not going to be good. Okay. End of story. You're, you're probably right. You're just... <laughs> My, my fats are based off of crap. You're writing him off so quickly. I'm like, uh, g- give this dude a give this dude a chance to at least try and develop they, and do something. They did the same about Cam a few years ago. He's still not capable of what he's doing, but you have seen an improvement. Sure, with him. sure, okay. but I, I think I think Cam is a little bit more of an athlete. Well, no, he, I think he's a little bit better than Logan Thomas, but no. but but I, I haven't seen I haven't seen much from Logan Thomas. Let let's see him. Throwing to Floyd and throwing to Josh Brown and throwing to Fitzgerald in a you know at, on in a consistent basis, those guys are playmakers. He can suffer some accuracy when he's got playmakers like that. So I'm just saying, like, let let's wait and see. Instead, of just okay, okay. Do you want to talk about accuracy and making he can suffer? Let's go with Kirk Cousins. He had accuracy issues. They still suffered with Deshaun and Pierre. Yeah, that's right. That's because our offensive line doesn't give doesn't doesn't give our quarterbacks time to do anything. 
I just, I just don't. I've never liked Logan Thomas. I was not. Okay. I'm not a Logan Thomas fan. All right, and that's fine. I'm gonna go with that. I'm just not a fan. That's fair, fair enough. Can we all agree on one thing that Seattle's just gonna run the tables in this oh, division? That's easily. probably a given. Win, win by at least two games. I got 13 to three. Yeah, that 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 sounds about right. Actually, I got 12. Even and with four. the, I think Jimmy Graham just completely changed that offense. I got 12 and four, hoping that they lose four games. I've got them 11 and five. <laughs> don't look at me like 11 and five. <laughs> they have to play five people losses. outside of their division. Do they play people twice? Who do they play the outside? Who? What divisions they got? Yeah, this I'll, pull, year? I'll pull their schedule for pull you. The and schedule. Then, and then I'll let you change it, coach. <laughs> I, 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 have I you, you looked at their schedule? No. It all depends what division they play. No, it doesn't. They've gone to the Super Bowl two years in a row. It doesn't care. It doesn't matter who they're playing. They only made it to the Super Bowl last year. It was a missed ex- onside kick. The guy, all he had to do was fall on it. He decided not to. All he had to do catch the ball. Touche. And also, but, when you throw the ball 30 feet in the air, and you just let the guy catch it like a pop-up. Hey, these things happened. I'm not saying Seattle's good. Sure, they're a little lucky, but guess what? Well, you can also say that maybe even the Packers couldn't have been there if Des Bryant hadn't done some stupid Th- crap. There you so go. there you go. Exactly. So, so okay. it goes both ways. I just need to know what division they play. All right, they're playing St. Louis. They do play Green Bay at Green Bay. They play Chicago. So they play the North. North. So where they play the AFC they play side. The, the, and they play the AFC North. They play both North. Cincinnati. They play Carolina. They play San, uh, San Fran. They have Dallas, too. Well, they uh, get division winners as well. Yeah, they get division remember winners. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Arizona, San Fran. They play Pittsburgh. They actually do have a relatively tough schedule. Five losses is very likable. Thank you. Thank you very much. You I'm, put, I'm still taking three. <laughs> you can put in maybe... Dallas, you can put in no. Actor, I mean, so every know. time, but here's the thing though: no matter how bad an, an NFC West team is, they always play. For some reason, they always play the Seahawks hard. The Seahawks have trouble with their division for some reason. Well, Dallas did beat them. Uh, well, no, I'm talking about the NFC West. Their teams always give the Seahawks trouble for some reason. They always have tough games against their own division. True, because Seahawks don't have much offense, so it's, and uh, their division is very defensive yeah, heavy. They're, 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 so, which they're, is also. Some of the teams in this North division on the AFC side are very defensive teams. Hey, this is why I said twelve and four. Shipe's saying thirteen and three. Coach saying I did say thirteen three. I'm taking twelve and four. So <laughs> there it is. Oh, what the? How am I getting a call it's down not here? Mine. Paul's having some uh, popularity stuff going on down here. Mr. No, it rang, it rang on the iPad. Does that usually happen? It's Ali- It's my. It's Alicia's iPad. Probably FaceTiming. Oh yeah, maybe FaceTiming. Oh, that was strange. Well, we all agree they're going to win the division. Yes. So um, let's go to the NFC North. Green Bay. Which if, can we all agree Green Bay right off the bat? Yeah, Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay. Uh, well, so we have to at least talk about Green Bay. I mean, are they going to lose that Adams guy for a while? I mean, with the gun charges? I, I have no clue, honestly. Because, uh, I mean, they've, they even came out and said the NFL doesn't have a policy for shooting a gun in the air, but he did also elude the police and hid in the bushes thinking he would get away. He... He is going to be in a little bit of trouble, but yeah, I mean, games. like, does that team revolve around him? No, it, re- it revolves around Jordy. It revolves around A. Lacey. It revolves around Cobb, and it revolves around Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, what they need to focus on is their defense. The offense is going to come yep. to play. You got Pepper still, who still showed he can play last year. Still, yeah, th- that's still got true. Clay, and they got and Clay. Clay wasn't as healthy as he was last year. I think he missed a couple of games, didn't he? And Haha started to play a little bit better. I mean, yep. Russell Wilson threw him like five interceptions. Here's the big difference: they got Raji back. That yeah, was a big piece missing back. last year. Right. That's true. That was a big piece. Green Bay is, they're going to be gnarly. They're going to be a force. Mm-hmm. Do they have any huge changes? Uh, you might have just mentioned it, but I think it's... Not, real, not too many. They, Mac- uh, it's not well, McCarthy. Is it McCarthy? Yeah, that's coach. McCarthy keeps, he's almost like a Chip Kelly guy. It's in Bill Belichick. He keeps who's in his, who's in his system. Oh, okay. Who, who works they for added, his system. They added two to the secondary. 
Yeah, yeah, they, they picked up. They picked up Randall some defensive backs. Rollins, yeah, and then their first round draft pick was a safety at Arizona State. So where they thought they were weak at, they kind of uh, oh, they've addressed went it. out and, and, and addressed it a little bit. Or you got Aaron Rodgers. Who? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, the guy who couldn't win a Cal? Yeah, no, I remember him. Well, I remember the third, in the third <laughs> round, they also added another target for him, that wide receiver out of Stanford. He's not going to be not bad. He's going to end up being a little target for him. Yeah, they're going to be They're going to be good. Ty, they did draft a backup. Gunner? They drafted the backup. They got Brett a quarterback. Hundley. They got Hundley. Another yeah. guy who will develop. So when Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers stubs his toe again or pulls a calf muscle. Hundley yep. will learn from a better quarterback. Well, that's true. Yeah, you may have you won't have the Aaron Rodgers Brett Favre effect because Rodgers isn't going to retire in four years. But I'm going to go twelve and four. Twelve and four. I got the same thing. Eleven and five. I got twelve and four, and possibly even thirteen and three if they can just sweep this division. Mm, I don't think they'll sweep because I think Minnesota is better than people think, and Detroit is going to yeah. be. Is going to be good uh, hey. also. Detroit's defense was gnarly last year. They're going to be good. I don't know why people are fucking writing off Detroit. It's like, uh, you I got them second. Like, I know. I, so I have them too, but some people are just like, you know, especially even fantasy wise, it's like Stafford and Johnson are going to be productive. Well, it's still know, Calvin Johnson. Right. It's still Megatron. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You lost Reggie Bush, but you have Joint Bell, who's, I think, did pretty good job when Reggie was hurt. I was just, Reggie's hurt every year because he's so small. I mean, that's why the Tetsons proved that was probably a smart decision not drafting them number one overall. I think that one draft, yeah, we all learned. Mario Williams came out pretty good, but I think that Detroit's always good. I think they're uh, they have a new coach this year, which is um, Caldwell, right? Jim Caldwell, Caldwell was there uh, last and year, and you saw what he did with you know when man when he ran Manny and everything. So he's an offensive guy. So it all depends on Brad, uh, Stafford has to say you know he's been healthy the past couple of years finally, which is good for him. You still have Calvin Johnson. You still have Golden Tate, who's, you know, very, I think, very underrated from certain from some people. Yeah. Because, I mean, people are like, well, he didn't do much in Seattle. Well, you know what? He didn't have the quarterback he has That's here fair. in Detroit. That's very true. Which is which is big. I mean, I think he started Seattle. I don't think he he did. He, he didn't play Russell Wilson the whole time. I think he started with the guy before Russell as well, I think. Or was he there at the same time as Russell? Matthew Flynn. Was he there? Flynn never started there. I Matt think- Flynn never saw a snap with Seattle. That's that, the year Russell was drafted. That, I think Tate. Is he the same draft class as Russell? No, I no, think Tate was already yeah, there. I think he's like two years older. Yeah. Flynn never saw a snap at Seattle. They signed Flynn and then Russell then came Hassel in. Back. Was it Hasselbeck? Yeah, Hasselbeck? it might have been. So I think Detroit's always better. Uh, Chicago. Flynn got hurt. They, they Actually, Wilson beat him out. Yeah. Yeah, Wilson beat him and out. And yeah. they traded him, I think, to Oakland and... Flynn had one good game in his NFL career, and that was the last game, which was basically everyone's like, oh, my God, look how good hey, he is. It was a big payday for him. Oh, my God, you're playing against a horrible Detroit secondary that year. It was a massive payday. Anyone could have done that that year. You? Maybe me me. Yeah, I think so. Just let me run some screens. <laughs> so let me do a quick uh, one-step drop-off to Copper uh, Nelson. I'll be fine. There you go. But to Chicago, goodbye. You're written off. Yeah. You lost, I mean... Yeah, you lose Brandon Marshall. You still have Ashawn. You still have Kevin White, Matt Forte. Oh, oh, what? What? Hold up. They're no. They're not going to be. Good. Don't, they're, they're horrible. They're, all right. Okay. Everybody's saying they're horrible and everything, but remember this: they, they get John Fox as 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 the new head coach. Yeah. Okay? You know what that also means? It means Jake Cutler has another offense he has to try to learn well, just, again. Just don't. Just, no, just just hold on a minute. John Fox as a head coach. Okay. This one going to take a little bit. 
His basic thing, the greatest thing about him being a coach is he will make you believe and make your team believe that they can overachieve far better than the type of play. No, all he had Peyton Manning when he was with the Broncos. Any, the Broncos. any head coach would have done that. Peyton was the head coach of that team. Carolina, not my man, when he was with Carolina. Yeah, and towards the end of his career, it went... But it's you just you just look at some of the stuff. He's a coach. He's gonna make them overachieve. I don't think so. They're not gonna win it. Okay, they're not gonna contend. They're not gonna for comply. It. What's their but record, coach? Uh, their record at the Bears seven and nine. Way better than what it was last year. No, it's pretty pretty dang close. What were they six and ten? All right, one more game. <laughs> I still think <laughs> your, your losses aren't in double figures. I, it's single digit. I got five and eleven. All right. Well, keep an eye on them. I don't know if it's that much to brag about, but they might but, have a couple games where they may scare Green Bay or scare Detroit. I'll give you that. How's that, Tim? Okay. Okay. They're you, in last I'll place for me. Square, but yeah, I got I got them in last place because I got Minnesota rebounding this year. Yeah, yeah, I got them in last place too. But I I think you're going to see a, a slight improvement in them than what it was the last couple of years. And I'm telling you, if Cutler ain't there, just pack up, baby. You're going south. Where? Anywhere. No. Okay. They're not going to get anything for Jacksonville needs a quarterback. Head south. Yeah. Jacksonville. You don't like Bortles? I mean, I'd take Cutler right now over Bortles, but. Are they, is he, is Cutler looking to go? I mean, are they moving him? No. Cutler just signed a no. big contract. He signed a big contract. He got his money. Okay. But they yes. lost Brandon Marshall. I mean, you lose Brandon, you bring in Kevin White, but Kevin White's no Brandon Marshall. Well, he's young, too. It's hard. And to, I think Jeffries, I, I like him, but I, I think like he may take a little bit of a step back only because you don't have the threat of Marshall on the other side. So now. Jeffries will be lined up against number ones instead of number two cornerbacks. That's true. Uh, I mean, the first two years it was against number two cornerbacks. Now he has to deal with the lights but honestly, of number one. I, I think no. Jeffrey is ready. I think I think he's ready to do well, that. I, well, also, and I think that division, the cornerbacks aren't really solid on most of these teams in that division. Uh, Detroit, D- Detroit's defense is nice. Minnesota's is, eh, and Green Bay's is getting better. I would. Uh, I, he has good matchups. I, I would say it's they have good matchups. I would say it's okay. It's better than like the South. The South has like zero defenses. Well, maybe Cutler will find Kevin White open a lot more than he can throw that well, rookie. Well, that, that's the thing. I think now can't Jeffrey, overthrow Kevin White. I think now can't. Jeffrey can be Brandon Marshall, and now White can be Jeffrey when Jeffrey first came on the scene. Well, let's hope. Well, yeah, okay. And then we got Minnesota with the return of Adrian Peterson, which anyone who says, "Well, he's getting old." Yeah, he may be old, but guess what he had? He had a year off from the NFL to rest his body. Yeah, this dude's rested. He's young. He's, He's got young, young legs yeah. now. He got he got a year he got a year of his life back, and people need to start realizing that this guy is still a capable two thousand yard rusher, I believe, in this NFL. Yep. I believe he can still rush two thousand yards. I got Minnesota eight and eight, but possibly ten and six. Ceiling as high as ten and six going out. I have nine and seven. Okay. Nine seven. Nine, nine and seven. And I think it falls on the shoulder. Of, but then you also got, I think, Teddy Bray Waters, another year in the NFL. They went out and they got a Mike Wallace. Yep. Yeah. You still got, uh, I don't think he's still there. Are they go to Patterson or is he still there? Yeah, no. He's still there. Corderell is still there. And I think Mike Wallace, you know, yeah, people are saying, well, you know, he didn't do co- too good in Miami. Well, Tannehill wasn't really the best, was throwing him not very good accurate passes. A lot of the times you saw passes to Mike Wallace where they were not really in his vicinity, but when he's, but you saw him thrive with Ben Rossberger. I don't know if it's because of quarterback play or what. So hopefully he can reach. If he can research his career, it'll be good for Bridgewater. Bridgewater needs that. I you I don't, don't know. I, I just feel like one thing that makes makes it easy for for receivers when you're playing with Ben is similar to to Russell Wilson. 
is they extend plays. You know, they they get out of tackles and they extend plays. And as soon as the play breaks down, you put your hand up and you start running down the field. And Mike Wallace is faster than just about anybody. So once Ben kind of you know sheds off people, uses his belly, what I don't know how he does it. Once he's he gets, a big point. <laughs> once he gets people off him, yeah, no one can get him down. Wallace is downfield open. You know, Wallace has his hand up and Ben just reels back and meow. Tannehill never did but, that. But Tannehill never did that. Like, I think Bridgewater can do that. Bridgewater I, can send plays. I, I agree. I think he can extend yeah. plays. And I think Mike Wallace, you know, I think that's one reason why he didn't get so open with Tannehill is because I don't think there's as many breakdown plays. And so he had, you know, he had defenses who were like, I know and, you're running a fly route. We're I'm not ready. We may not be on the AFC North yet, but Tony Brown's a guy who goes downfield when. The pocket breaks yeah, down pocket and he's breaks wide down. open. He knows exactly what to do. Yeah, he, he just he, 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 sees, he sees Ben running out. It's just yeah, like, it. go ahead, go, <laughs> go, go. Yeah. Look, you, you get back to Minnesota. Okay, Mike Wallace is, is a good receiver. Remember, Tannehill didn't have that much of a running game down there in Miami. So if you got a good, you got Adrian Peterson back there now. If fake it in there to Adrian Peterson a few times, there goes Mike Wallace. You got to worry about putting his hand up in the field. He's going to hit him. Here comes that strong safety sniffing up in there to get Adrian. And there's Wallace right down the field. Well, and Stephon That's going to help him. Oh, you get Diggs if he can stay healthy. I thought Diggs was with Detroit. No, he's with Minnesota. They signed Diggs, but, you know, if he can stay healthy. Yeah, we need to we need to rebone up on our football. Patterson is gone. That's what I thought. Yeah, he's gone. That's what I thought. Sorry, guys. This is why we're, uh, <laughs> we're, we work out of the basement. <laughs> That's what I thought Cornell was gone. Yeah. So Where do you go to? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> but Diggs, you know, I wish Great Diggs had speed. stayed at Maryland one more year to he see what have. he can really do because he's been he was hurt the last two years of Maryland. When he was healthy, he was a great receiver, but I really wish we could have seen what he could have done at Maryland one more right. year. Honestly, I, I think he might lift some eyebrows this year. You I, think? I think the NFL will keep him healthy, and when he is healthy, he averages yeah. like 20 yards and catch. With so Peter, with Patterson going, he return, they need a return man, and did did do some return work in Maryland, did that's, a pretty damn good job, yeah, too. That, that, that's true. Return, yeah. I, I, honestly, I, I would love to see him raise some eyebrows this year because, you know, obviously right. he's a Maryland boy, but but I, I think he can be effective, you know, in a role that is a little bit quiet. It's not like he is going to be the number one guy, and, you know, at Maryland, it was like, yo, the ball is going through you. Like this, yeah. th- this is how it's going to be. You know, now he's got Mike Wallace, and everybody's not going to be looking for him. Yep, and slot so, man. And so I, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna find some openings, and people are gonna be like, "Whoa, this this guy could have been, you know, kind of a, a, a topper type pick." Well, I think he was projected to be good start of the season before he got hurt, a third or sec- second or third round yeah, man until like he got second, hurt. Yeah, second. And if he had stayed in one more year, he would have been a second or third round, obviously. Well, the fact is, the injuries he had was it worth it for him to stay in, and if something ungodly would happen again. The he's knee done. and then the hip. He's well, done. It wasn't he had a broken leg, which yeah. w- which I heard actually heals stronger. It well, did. I, yeah. And then he was it the hip? He had a lacerated spleen. spleen. I mean, kind yeah. of a kind of a freak injury. Uh same thing for the for the And I saw leg. the play. I think it was against I think it was the Virginia's when really got him when he got nailed in the back that yeah. game. They'd really that, nailed, they really they were they were gunning for him in um long that game. That was I think that was against Penn State. He was diving for the end oh. zone against Penn State and he got hit from like the side and the back and somehow they Yeah, but the year before at end when we went to the rain was when he got nailed in the back by West Virginia. We went to the MT when they played MT. How the hell do we know? Christ, it rained so damn hard you couldn't see the field from. We were sitting. There was football going on. <laughs> the only thing I we saw had cover. Pe- we the had peanut cover. Guy. We had cover. We were good. But <laughs> I, 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 we all hope that Maryland guys do good. Just no like yeah. when they go to the NBA, Alex Lynn. Hopefully, he has a better year. But anyway, Jacksonville. So we all got. So we noticeably all selected Packers. Yes. Now let's go to the hardest division. I think the pick in the NFC, which is the South. What was that guy's name? For Cord- me, Cordell. You said. 
Yeah. Corderell. It's Corderell. Yeah. Some weird name. I'm sure there's. I'm sure he's probably the only name with that in the system. It'll probably yeah. come right up. Okay, go ahead. Alex. So let's go with the South. We got the Falcons, the Panthers, the Saints, and the Buccaneers. Buccaneers. The big story is Jameis Winston, right. and could he turn some heads with the receiving core he has there? I mean, he has Walls, the Jetson. I think their problem could be running backs because they tried so many last season and so many just failed. Thud Martin was a one and done. He really screwed me over in fantasy football. That's why you're upset. Okay. Yeah. He, he was. He was. What do we got? Is, we that, got? is that Correll yeah, Patterson? Patterson? So what was the question? You want to know where he's at now? Yeah. All right, let me check. Because uh, on the depth chart, he wasn't there. I love how the only picture he has is... Uh, maybe they just so loaded at wide receiver, he's just not on. Well, I wouldn't think Diggs is above him. Let's see. 2014. Maybe he retired. <laughs> maybe he's not signed. <laughs> he's got to be signed as a return guy. He's though. an unrestricted free agent. Yeah. Uh, Johnson, no, who is that? He's only been the lead for two years, though. Yeah. So he has to still be there. Said he losing, lost the starting job to Charles Johnson, uh, practice squad player. Da, da, da. The team picked up from Cleveland. It doesn't say, actually. Oh, crap. Maybe he just doesn't have a team then. I, I mean, it, I the, the, last, the last thing for him, it just says Minnesota 2014. Maybe. It doesn't say... Mm. That's interesting. Let me see if I can find. Yeah, I'll 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 chime in if I find anything. All right, cool. So let's just go. I mean, I mean, we got the Saints. Who, you know, you lose Jimmy Graham, but you did. Did you get the re-sign of um, Mark Andrum? Mm-hmm. So you got him yeah. back. You but you lose also. I think they lost Colston. You lost Kenny Stills. So now the main guy there is Brandon Cooks, and then it's like, who do you have after Cooks? That's the problem. It still says he's a Minnesota Viking. He must still be the Vikings. He's just not on the depth chart anymore. And that's ESPN. He's not on the depth chart. I guess. He just, I guess he's just not. Maybe he's just special teams now. I guess he is. Now they have he's a special person. <laughs> okay. So, so Cornell Pastern is still with the Vikings. We aren't that bad people. See, I was right. I was right. He's just a return man now. You guys are questioning yourself. <laughs> so the Saints, you lose Graham, you lose Colson, you lose Stills, you have Cooks, Ingram, and then you have Drew Brees, and then... I feel really bad for Drew Brees because he's winding down his career and it's just like Saints are just like, well, we just want you here to maybe develop your backup now. Well, I, you know, he is winding down his career, but the Saints loaded up so they can win a Super Bowl and he's got himself a ring. So, so he does have his ring. They did go all in. They, they, went, they, they went all in and yeah. they got it. Um, so I, I think, you know, looking back on things, is, is he like, well, I wish I had a chance to win it. In my last couple of years, or while I was in my prime, I'm glad they loaded me up and I was able to win it. I think we all can agree during that Super Bowl, the big thing was that onside kit to begin the second that, half. That was so gutsy. Yeah. That was incredible. I don't think I would have the balls to do that. Sean Payton does. <laughs> well, Sean yeah, Payton I mean, also put bounties on people. It, let's see. We get to New Orleans. Let's see. Last year, the incredible. defense was terrible. Horrible. So they went out and with their draft picks, defensive people. Linebacker, DN, except for the quarterback, Garrett Grayson. They got him in the third round. Okay, so they're trying to shore up the defense, maybe uh, keep them on the field a little longer to keep Drew a little healthier. It ain't going to happen in one year, though. Maybe not. No, not. it may not be it. But, you know, they pick up a few people here and there and to to help out. Plus, here's the other thing is they're, they're home. The, the thing that hurt them last year besides being terrible is they're, New Orleans was always – it's unbeatable at home. Okay, I'm wrong. Colson's still there. I thought he re-signed somewhere else. 
No, see, that was my fault. Yeah, Cooks and Colson. Yeah, Cooks Who, and Colson. Who's their much. tight end? They're talking big about their tight end. That, Watson. Yeah, Watson. No, 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 they got another one. Hill. Yeah. Josh Hill. Yeah, that's the one. He who, had five TDs last year, fourteen receptions. Five TDs obviously right. was probably from the red zone. Yeah, that that that's the guy who they're actually thinking is going to take. Uh, I, I guess Watson's above. Well, you really can't judge right. any of their tight ends from last year because obviously they're not going to have that many receptions because of Graham. Sure. So you got one of them. Well, has I mean, to step that, up that, big. that dude still caught five touchdowns. I mean, you would think Graham's on the field majority of the time. Oh yeah, but, yeah but that dude he, still caught they, five. They would so, split him out a little bit and still have one of those two tight ends in there. Oh yeah, I, at, I, at some point. And also, I think big on the running back side, you have Spiller. Who almost will is almost a better, I think, a better version of Reggie Bush, in my opinion, the way well, he runs the ball. Change of pace back between Ingram. Yeah. Ingram's more of a kind of kind hard of bulldozer, hard noser, and Spiller's definitely a little bit more of a dancer. And Saints were one of those teams that always run screens pretty good. Right. So there you go, you got Spiller. Yeah. And they like to run. They like to run receivers out of the backfield. Okay. And Spiller, yeah. we saw Buffalo could catch a couple passes lined up from the wide receiver position. Yeah, this too. is why I have the Saints above Green or Tampa Bay, but still. Yeah. Well, no. So I mean, I have Tampa Bay at the bottom again. I want Winston one more year to see if he can compete. And well, I think they need to de- develop a running game in order for him to start throwing the ball enough uh, to be competitive in the NFL. You gotta have a run game, uh, and and they have zero run game. So defenses are just gonna be downhill coming after him like crazy. Uh, you know, knowing that they have no 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 play action is gonna fool anyone because they have mm-hmm. no way to run the football. Uh-uh. My job was a little quiet there. <laughs> well, no, I-, I mean, also the Saints went out and got Browner from the from the um, uh, Patriots for the opposite side of the ball yeah, for a quarterback, right. so that helps out a lot. That's true. That does. So they, so they did go out and get some weapons. I just feel like. The top two teams is your bad odds are going to be the Falcons and the Carolina. I just feel like, you know, the Saints, Tampa Bay, they may hang in there for the first couple of weeks, but I don't think it's going to be as bad as last year. There's no way that division can be as bad as last yeah, year. Well, have, you like, can't get worse. Four wins or something? What, what was that? Right? Four wins, and they were still three games out of first place. Yeah, that's right. You can't get any worse. Yeah, I, I got them much closer to 500. Mm-hmm. Saints? Yeah. I got six ah, and they're 10. Win it. They're going to win it. <laughs> you think they're going to win it? the division. I'll take five on that. Write that one down there, right. Nine <laughs> and seven. <laughs> that could because win this division. They're home no for, listen, for their eight home games. It's an easy schedule. Okay? You used to go into New Orleans and say, I don't want to play in here. Because they would just beat up on you in New Orleans. You st- I mean, I didn't still have a hard place to play, year. I think. It didn't happen last year. Now they've 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 got a soft home schedule. So you figure you take eight of those. Savoring one or two games away, that's 10, at least nine. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you're nine and seven. Let's find out, Coach. Let's uh-huh. see how they did at home last year. Right, why are you guys are looking at uh, Vikings still have Cordell, Cordarell yeah, Patterson Cordarell. as the wide receiver one, second in the depth chart. So behind uh, Charles Johnson. Well, their first. Who's Jay Wright? Look up right. Jarvis Wright? Yeah. That's one of, that's on the, one of the receivers from last year. Yeah, Jarvis Wright. I think, wasn't he a converted quarterback? quarterback? Was oh, he Jarius Wright? Yeah, he's he's uh, wide receiver two behind Greg Jen- Jennings. So him and Cordell are kind See, of See, what the helps the Saints oh, okay, this year yeah. is they play the AFC South. And yes, I will admit my team is not that good in the South. So you have Jacksonville, you play Tennessee, and you play Houston. Houston will rely heavily on their quarterback. How it depends on good. So you have a soft schedule there. They play the Redskins. You know, no offense to you guys, but... Hey, we beat them when they were, like, coming off their Super Bowl win. You did. That was the first win of the year. RG3, you know, nobody knew what he was doing. You have Tampa twice, but they play... 
They play the AFC South and they play the NFC East. So that's pretty, it's going to be pretty hard for them to win nine games. You win eight games at home. You win your home games. All you can do is really. Well, home, they have Tampa. Obviously, they have Dallas. They have the Giants at home. They have Tennessee home. They have Jacksonville. So, okay, maybe they can get Jackson, Tennessee, and maybe a game from Tampa. But they're not going to beat Dallas at home. They're not going to beat the Giants. They're not going to beat Detroit. Three and five last year at home, coach. Three wins, five losses. Then it's going to be the same thing this year. Okay, I'll I got let six you and ten. Guys, be over there. Hey, I'm not. I'm not saying <laughs> you t- just sit over there. I'm not okay. saying it won't be well, better. Well, can we all agree that we all said Houston was going to finish in last place in baseball? But it will not be eight. No, we didn't. <laughs> we all said they finished in last. Oh, do we? No, for the for the season, did any of them pick? Did any of us pick Houston to be in first place right no, now? No so way. stranger things have happened. It's baseball, but stranger things have happened. All right, I got the Saints sweeping everyone at home. Uh, I got, I got, we'll see you, you're, I'm, I know you told me you got Carolina. Yeah, I got Carolina. And I got, I got the Falcons. I think with, uh, they got a healthier offense this year. I like Matt Ryan when he has Julio and Roddy White out there. I think they are, though, they're going to miss Harry Douglas. Yeah. Uh, of course, he went to Tennessee. I feel like they're going to miss his uh, leader. He's a big, he was a leader out there. He had very great reception. What? What? Go ahead. I'm just saying their defense sucked last yeah, year. Yeah, it's horrible. That's all right. Make so it a they, so they get Beasley this year. Okay, he'll help defensive end. He's an undersized defensive end. Okay, they better put some weight on him. He'll be quick coming off the corner, but somebody gonna get him when he comes around one time. He's not gonna see him. But he'll be, he'll help him out on defense. He'll he'll help him out there a little bit. Well, they got one quick quarterback they need to worry about. One what? Who's gonna win the division? Carolina. So they uh-huh. need a quick defensive end because Carolina's got a fast quarterback, which is perfect for Cam Newton and Beasley. Yes. You counteract that. That's, that's what I'm saying. I that's think, why they got him, because they got to contain Cam. Okay. But. I like Roddy. They got, oh, yeah, they also got Hankerson now. And, and, um, and Hankerson, when he was healthy, he wasn't too bad with the skins when he was when he was healthy for those three, four yeah. games. Yeah, we just didn't have anyone to give him the football. You so. can find him. Now he has someone to give him the football. Yeah, we'll see. We'll All see what right. Hankerson okay. does. But I like, I just, I mean, when they were healthy on offense, they were a very good team in the South. No one could really touch them when they were healthy. Okay. They had some really good battles with the Saints, and. They also took the, I think the year the Seahawks went to the first Super Bowl, they took them to the brink of elimination. I they got, should have won that game. I got two words for you guys. What? Luke Keekley. And that is all. Luke, help me out with this. He's the, like, be, almost. Oh, best yeah, the linebacker, linebacker for the, Carolina. The NFL. Okay, that's one player. That's, fine. That, that, that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. That's all that matters. Their defense is miles ahead of all these other teams' defenses. And you're talking about defense wins championships. I still like. I, okay, no. I okay. like. I like the combo of Roddy White and Julio Jones. Just making sure you're confident in what you're saying. I'm confident. I think they're going to finish. <laughs> I got Carolina's nine to seven, and then Atlanta ten to six. I hear defense wins championships, and then he takes the worst defense probably in that division. I'm also okay. taking the best offense in that division to win. So, so offense wins championships, not defense. I think in this division, yeah. Okay. I think this division, all you need is nine or ten wins, and you're going to win it. All right. Dude, the division sucked last year. That was like when the Seahawks won it a couple years ago when they were seven and nine. Yeah, I agree with you. It's horrible. I think Carolina is gonna Cam Newton and Benjamin are gonna have I'll, I'll leave you this so you can keep it a year the course of the year. <laughs> to 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 get more chemistry and I I think they're gonna be a lot better. I think Olsen's gonna be still good. I see no reason why Carolina is not gonna fluster every single one of these teams defensively and do enough to to win games. Now, who do they have behind Cam if he gets hurt? It's going to be just like Seattle. If, if Cam's hurt, if he gets hurt, him? he takes a million shots every single year and he, he gets up. You don't think his body is eventually going to take a toll? I mean, not eventually. when you're 6'5", 250. Like, 
I think eventually he's going to catch up to him. I think eventually these defensive backs are going to want to stop hitting him because it's going to hurt them. I I just don't see him. I I I like Atlanta. I like the combo of. All right. It's a. It's just like with the um. Fair enough. The Giants. They lost Cruz. I think last year they lost Julio, and their offense suffered. Now that you have both of them back, now it's going to thrive even more. Personally, that's what I think it is. So we all have different pitch for that division. Let me just look at this. Let's see what it landed. Well, I Brad Lutz. Do you have your two wild card teams? Yes. Who do you have? Dallas and Detroit. All right. Who's your two wild card teams? Dallas and the Vikings. Nice. I like that call. Actually, it's good. I have the Eagles and Dallas. Holy crap! Any of the Giants win the division? <laughs> just kidding. I'm gonna have the Eagles. I'm, oh, I'm gosh, here he goes. I have the Eagles, and I'm gonna go with Carolina. I do have Carolina making the playoffs as a wild card, but I have the Eagles. So let's go ahead and go through our playoffs. So I'm, my number one, obviously, is going to be the Seahawks. So the, I think the Seahawks get the bye and the Giants get the bye for me. Okay. Uh, who's your bye? Green Bay, number one overall seed, and then Seattle, two seed. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to have, obviously, Green Bay advancing. They're going to play. The Green Bay is going to be advancing for me. I mean, there's no question about that. Yeah. See, I didn't put a damn practice like I did for baseball. <laughs> I got Green Bay advancing, then I got... um. Atlanta advanced. Actually, you know what? I got Green Bay and Dallas advancing. Because Green Bay will play the worst. The worst to see, which will be Carolina for me. Atlanta will be playing Dallas, and I got Dallas and Green Bay advancing. All right, just go through it. Who you got win the AFC? I thought about this, and I went back between two teams. And I kept going back actually between Green Bay and the Giants for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Uh, I'm going to go Green Bay again back to the Super Bowl. I feel, like they ro- I feel like they screwed themselves last year. I feel like we were robbed of a... Rodgers, Brady, Super Bowl. Everyone wanted to see two top court, one of the two, probably the two best quarterbacks in the league for the past couple of years. I feel like their stupid special team guy couldn't catch the ball. <laughs> Obviously, they cut him after the, after those couple of the free agent start. He was gone. Well, and Haha Clinton Dix missed an easy interception. Yeah. I mean, they just they made so many bonehead plays. Like, and I I felt we were robbed of a point conversion. I, I felt we were robbed of the best of the two best quarterbacks the past of the last couple of years. So I'm gonna go Green Bay getting back this year. Green Bay goes Super Bowl. Yep. Okay. Who you got? Uh, I agree with you. I got Green Bay playing the Eagles in the NFC Championship, and I have Green Bay winning. That's going to be a fireworks show. Who you got? Did you show this to anybody? Is, <laughs> Who do you got? Is that what you got, Coach? Filling the Packers, and Packers going all the way. There you go. <laughs> Coach knows his stuff. And, you know... Um, you know, Giants, I mean, I'm probably going to be the only person that's probably going to pick them in the NFC Championship game, but I think, like he said earlier, history's with them every four years. And I, I like their offense this year. I think, you know, I feel like they can thrive, and I think they can actually give the Seahawks a challenge if they do play them in the playoffs with their offense. I think it's going to be a very good, interesting matchup in the playoffs if you put Beckham and Cruz, Randall, Donnell against that Legion of Boom, because I really want to see what Beckham can do against Richard Sherman. I think that'd be a very good matchup. Well, Richard Sherman doesn't play one-on-one coverage, so like it's not just Richard Sherman. It's Richard Sherman and a safety over the top. So, well, we saw him catch a lot of balls, and I want to see. I actually want to see what Beckham would do against it, not only against those type of uh, defensive bats, but getting hit. Richard Sherman will never play anyone one-on-one. No, even though he claims he does. Well, yeah, he's the best cornerback in the league. Don't forget that he plays one side, and he's got about 20, 20 yards 
deep that he covers and about 15 yards in. He's got this little square that he, that he has to cover. I, he does I, a good job doing it. I think they. I think the Giants give them a, a, a matchup problem with those two guys. I think Victor Cruz will come back very strong this year. And I think a lot of teams don't really, I think teams and even analysts don't realize how big of a factor Cruz puts in this offense. Because you saw, even before he was hurt, before Beckham came here, he was the guy in that offense and he really thrived in that offense. I mean, they made him, a, I mean, Eli made him a star and they were missing him big last year because you saw the second half of the season once they were, once they're, you know, they got going in the passing game, they were a real big threat. I mean, they didn't make the playoffs. They were in contention because of their first half. Yeah. Second half, I think they had the best record in the league the second half of the season. True. So uh, now that you add, now that you get Cruz back with Beckham, you know, it's it's a really good duo, I think. You know, I I don't think you're I don't think you're far off, Shaif. I think the Giants are really close to to being uh, in in you know pedigree type form. Uh, you know, so I I could see it happening. I I I could see that definitely happening. It's a good I'd prediction. Like, I mean, they got second. I mean, like I said, the best second, the best record second half of the season, mm-hmm. and that True. started when Beckham emerged. When Eli got, because you saw when Victor went down, Eli was just like. Who the hell do I throw the ball to? I have no one. Yeah, that's true. What, who do I do? I have Ruben Randall. Randall. Randall wasn't ready. Danell no. wasn't that level yet. So it's like, who who do I have? Beckham came on, and Eli's like, I have someone. I have my Victor Cruz this year. You know, he had what he needed. By the way, Carolina split with Atlanta last year. They split. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nineteen to seventeen, Atlanta won the first matchup, and thirty-four to three. That was the second one. Was one for the. For the playoff spot, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that's last year. It is last year. But we've seen how well how clutch Matty Ice is. And I think a Packers Giants matchup would be pretty good for a playoff. That'd be good. Though I would love to see a Packers Seahawks rematch in the playoffs. That'd be good too. I I think a lot of teams like I I think a lot of the teams last year in the playoffs have only gotten better. You know, I think you look at Carolina. That you know they're only getting more experienced and better. Um, Green Bay, even Detroit. You know, I, I think Detroit just needs to needs to get healthy. They they squeaked in, didn't they? Detroit last yeah yeah they lost because that controversial call against Dallas. Against where Dallas, yeah. Apparently, think, Des Bryant can come on the field when he's not playing with his helmet off, yell at the ref, yeah, and not exactly. get penalized for I some reason. I think Detroit is healthy. That makes no sense. They they're a scary team up again. You know, the, I, I think Detroit got screwed ready that game. to play. I think they got screwed too. But that's we'll talk about that. We already did. That's all right. You know, Later Karma date. came back to bite the Cowboys the following week. Yeah. All right. Well, there's our NFC preview. Uh, like I said, uh, we'll be taking two weeks off because I will be having a wedding next, thir- uh, next Friday. Woo. So I won't be able to do Thursday. Then the following week, I'll be vacationing across the country to Illinois. And since I'll be going to Cincinnati, I have to get myself some all-star gear. Hopefully, they still have it Baseball somewhere. Baseball Hall of Fame? Where? Cincinnati? Are, are you being serious? Basketball Hall of Fame? I hope you're just kidding right now. Just head to Canton. I think you're thinking of Canton in the football hall of fame in oh, Ohio. Yeah, football. There you go, Ohio. Yeah, you're you're you, you just struck out there. No, it starts with a C. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper Sounds, what you're thinking of for baseball. Oh yeah, there it is. I don't starts, with, where, starts with a C. Where's the I don't even know where the basketball hall of fame's at. Springfield, Massachusetts. That's a weird place to have the basketball hall of fame. That's where basketball was invented. Oh, okay. Well then I guess that's where it should be at. <laughs> so it's go. not so weird anymore. <laughs> Going back to his roots. <laughs> So we'll be taking two weeks off. When we come back in three weeks, we'll be doing our AFC preview show, and then we'll also do our Super Bowl matchup, obviously, that week and pick our Super Bowl winners uh, the week after. What? Nothing. I was just looking at that. Okay. You can save that. (laughs) And then the week after that, we'll do our college football preview show. I mean, we had some little media predictions this week that I think were a little over the edge. I think I've never 
never thought about Auburn, but I guess we got to think about them. So we'll talk about that. It's early. Yeah. Maybe we'll give also during our college football in four weeks, we'll give maybe some Heisman watch, not a prediction, but Heisman watch, who we think to be good to be the top college football players. So we have those coming up. Uh, we still got baseball going on. You're watching Nats or at the all-star break or two games ahead. Uh, the other local team, the Orioles, are a couple games back. Three and uh, maybe just three, maybe three and a half games back. Oh, that was after the Nats took two of uh, Yanks, two, yeah, three. Uh, all you baseball fans, if you love pitching, tomorrow's matchup for the Nats game will be Clayton Kershaw against Matt Scherzer, two of the most dom- probably two of the probably the two best pitchers in the NL right now. Um, Kershaw, you know, his record doesn't show, but I think he's still one of the he's still the best pitcher. You got Scherzer, so we're probably gonna have the top two pitchers pitching tomorrow night. Uh, the AL, of course, won the All-Star game, so they will have home field throughout the um, in the World Series. So, you know, the All-Star format does that way. We had Todd Frazier winning the Home Run Derby, which I thought was a lot more fun this year with the time limit. You didn't have to wait 30 minutes per round for people to wait for the perfect pitch that was hitting everything. Uh, you have the British Open going on right now. You have Dustin Johnson leading that. Uh, Jordan Spieth is two strokes back, and that's pretty much one of the bigger stories of Spieth as he's chasing... I guess you can say chasing the Grand Slam. You can go ahead and say that. I mean, yeah, why not? After winning the first two, he's chasing the Grand Slam. Sure. Possibly. Grand Slam. Huh? Calendar Grand Yes, calendar. Not, yeah. What does that mean? Not he got Grand all Slam. four majors in one year. Everyone says Tiger did, but Tiger didn't really do. I really don't consider Tiger's Grand. It's the Grand Slam, but it was two years. Like, I think he won the last two and the first two, two. correct? No, they call it the Tiger Slam. He the won Tiger, yeah. U.S., British, PGA Championship, then and the then Masters. Masters. So the that's the Tiger Slam. The Tiger. real true Grand Slam is when you win it all the same calendar year. Like Serena Williams has a chance for the tennis Grand Slam this year. She's won the first three. holding all the trophies of the biggest tournaments okay. at one year. once. Yeah. Yep. Is and it? Is it? Did uh? I just saw. I'm gonna derail this for a second. The, I just saw the the new PGA Tour game come out. Rory McIlroy. Yeah, yeah. Rory McIlroy on the cover. Is it? Is that the one that was always Tiger Woods? Yes, yes. until he got caught cheating. Okay. Actually, so they've had different ones other than Tiger, or is is Rory, Rory the? It's the been first Tiger. One? Rory's the first one because Rory was also on the cover with Tiger one year. They were both on the cover. They so did like. Uh, so it's Rory's basically the new poster child for EA and Nike now. Right. Yeah, okay. They did like, like PGA Tour Masters. One year and but if you didn't get the master edition, Tiger was on the cover. Oh, okay. Yeah, they had another edition with Tiger on the cover. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just thought it was weird. So it's seeing, yeah, it's looking Rory, at it, and I'm like, whoa. EA has gone from Tiger to Rory, just like Nike has gone from Tiger to Rory. Okay. Uh, the SPs last night had another little. They put a Tiger zing in there. They had Jordan Spieth. You know, he's um, you know, everyone says he's the next Tiger Woods. That's great for Jordan Spieth, but bad for Mrs. Spieth. <laughs> Terrible. Zing. <laughs> and of course, who was in the front row? Lindsey Vaughn was yikes, right in the front row. <laughs> they said when the camera went to her, she gave a smirk, but then she just went back to a straight stone cold face. <laughs> Didn't he cheat on her too? No, no, no. They, that was a mutual, I think. Just yeah, they just broke up. I think their thing was they were just, too, their schedules were too chaotic. Uh, okay. Never know. No, well, who knows? Maybe he was going around. Well, if he was, I thought he'd be winning golf again. That was the only way he was winning when he was doing that. Touche. We know Tiger's not getting any action because he's not winning any tournaments. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> one of the golfers' ex-wives. No, nah, they, they, they... Are you sure yeah, about that? They, well, I'm not, but they, they squashed that as a Who was it? Yeah. They, they say Duffner's... Jason Duffner. Oh, that's wife. right. I heard about that, Duffner. But I think I think they they've kind of found that that was just... Someone started that rumor. We also got the United States men's national team who's right now competing in the Gold Cup. They've won. I think they got out of their group. They have their game Saturday against Cuba. So more Cuba-United States relations, which seems to be going well right now. Lovely. 
I always say whenever a Cuban national team comes to America to play, whether it's baseball, soccer, for some reason, there's always at least one or two players from Cuba that always just at the hotel. See ya. We're out of here. They defend. I mean, it's, I mean, it's the only way they could do it. Hey. Especially for their national team players. As you see a lot of Cuban baseball players want to come here to play. I mean, money and everything. And whenever their team comes here to play, you, there's one or two that just, just will zip, zip right out of the hotel and then they'll start playing here. Claim asylum. Yep. That's crazy. So I don't know. But now the relations are getting better. We probably won't see that as much. Mm-hmm. No, because they're playing an exhibition game or two down in Cuba next spring. Really? Oh, wow. That yeah, should be interesting. Right. Yeah, that is yep. interesting. Now, that's where you should probably put maybe the Dodgers down there because Puig, you know, he's very big down there. Yeah, that's true. And also, um, uh, was it Abreu from the White Sox? It's also Cuban, I believe. Mm. I believe, yeah, it was Abreu who's also yeah. Cuban. So uh, put, it'd probably be two Florida teams closer. Right. Get them down. Baltimore, Yankees. I think, for, I think the pitcher for the Marlins is also um, Cuban, Fernandez. Oh, yeah. They had an interesting story about him. Okay. Yes, man. Did you see his first game back? I mean, he's one of Tyler, uh, you know, home run, hit a home run, bombed it. So, uh, so we got base. We got the playoffs push started with baseball. Big news for the Nats today. Jason Worth began rehab assignment, uh, assignment tonight in Potomac. So he seems to be on a faster track than what they thought. Uh, they said Span's doing pretty good. He should be back once his 15ers are done. Uh, Zim and Rendon, they're going to reevaluate them. Hopefully they'll be back by the end of the month. And you got Strauss. They said hopefully be back by the end of the month. So, once again, the Nationals, we won't see their full lineup like last year until August. And once their full lineup came back last year, that's when they got going. Uh, I think the big thing for the Nationals, since we'll just talk to them a little bit, is Desmond's got to get going in the second half. I mean, you got to think, I looked, I've read it. Desmond refused a seven, seven-year, $102 million deal. And they're saying he may have lost half that value because of this year. Probably. Being a three agent year. He's so horrible. He's got error strikeouts. He should have taken trash. the money when they offered it to him. Now I'm glad he didn't. Yeah, me too. We'd be out a lot of money. Because we got Joe Lito, who was in um, the game for the future game. He did pretty good. And then Trey yeah. Turner, the shortstop we got who was in the game, had, a, I think, a double RBI. So look for him for a September call-up to maybe maybe start taking over the shortstop role because Desmond can get going. No trade deadline's coming up. Got to look for bullpen help. And there's one guy in the bullpen. You know, he's a closer now, but I would love for him to be a setup man is Chapman. Mm. I would love to have Chapman here. I think they said he still has two years on his contract. Okay. So you bring him in, you got still two more years. You wouldn't want Chapman here? No, I'm just saying, who needs a shortstop? And we could get a trade for a, an eighth inning man, whoever needs a shortstop. What, Desmond already? I, you know, I, I read this morning somewhere that he could be one of the high-profile shortstops that are on the trade block. Well, you see, well, you still have... Espinosa, who's playing extremely well. This yeah. Defoe guy they keep bringing up, I think they've, they've wanted to look at him a lot more. That's why I keep bringing him up. But I wouldn't mind trying to get Clippard back because obviously we wouldn't mind having Clippard and Billy Bean loves and Billy Bean and Mike Rizzo are like best buddies for some reason. Or even Chapman. Chapman's on the trade deadline. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't even mind having Chapman for the eighth inning. If he doesn't mind coming over and being an eighth inning guy because you're not going to give it to Drew Storen. You can't take him out the roll again. No, he's doing So damage. just bring in Chapman, let him throw 100 miles per hour, nine pitches in a row, strike out people, because, I mean, he was burning them in yeah, the All-Star he, game. He, and he torched us. So bring him in or something, because they said, it's, I heard Johnny Cueto, they're looking at him maybe going to Houston. Oh, uh, okay. And that would bolster. They needed uh, pitching help. So wow. I think the Reds are one of those teams that are going to be fire selling this year. Yeah. So um, that pretty much does it for us today. Nice. Uh, we'll, All right. we'll see everyone back in uh, two weeks. Uh, once the wedding and the honeymoon is over, I come back into, uh, excuse me, three weeks. So uh, then we'll do our AFC. We got college football, and we'll still be talking some baseball as the playoffs start winding up. 
Uh, we'll be talking, I think, more about golf, British Open. Hopefully, we're talking about Jordan Spieth trying to complete the math, the Grand Slam sweep. I know Brad's rooting for Paul Casey this week. Go Casey. <laughs> more for fantasy-wise. Gotcha. Uh, also, our fantasy football sign-up is still available. Oh, I haven't done that yet. You probably should. We have five spots left. I'm going to do 12. I was thinking about 14, but I figured you wouldn't have anyone left after the fifth round. Yeah, that'd be bad. So we're going to do a 12-person league. It still gives you some having to try to look for those little gems at the very end, which we did with your league. It's 12. Digs. Yeah. Paul. Digs, maybe. So please sign up for that. I'll keep on putting the link on the Facebook page. So we have basically five spots left. The winner gets the first ever uh, Shive Sports Talk Fantasy Trophy. Our baseball league's doing pretty good. Somehow the guy in first That's place so never watched baseball in his life. Really? The guy in first. <laughs> Uh, Chris oh, yeah, yeah. never watched baseball in his life and he's in first place. He just knows fantasy. He's on it every day. I'm in the, I don't know how much. I don't know if Brad's on it every day as much. No, not, no. not as much as he is. Not as much as he is. That's Obviously, crazy. Um, so look for that. So please look for the sign up for the fantasy football. Like I said, you know, it's a good cause this year, trophy. Um, also, another special announcement I forgot to say at the beginning of the show is starting the NFL with the first Thursday, we will be conducting a fantasy football show from 6, 6.30 will be our fantasy football show. We'll go over who, who to sit you know, who to start, maybe the top five, your options for every position for the week, maybe a waiver wire picked up you'll look for. And then after that show, following at 7 o'clock will be our normal Shipe Sports Talk show. So look for that starting the NFL season. Paul's already proved we can do it. Mm-hmm. The producers already gave us the green light. <laughs> the producer of the and the director of the man cave. <laughs> so starting the NFL season every Thursday, we'll be having a fancy football show from 6 30 every Thursday night. So getting you ready for Thursday night football. Nice. So that way you can make some last minute changes. So once again, for myself, Paul, uh, Brad, Paul and everybody else. Oh, I yeah. forgot about Paul's dialogue. <laughs> no, just it's real been quick. so long. Uh, www.shipesportstalk.com uh, at Shipe Sports Talk, Facebook, Twitter, everything. Just uh, send us emails at shipesportstalk at gmail.com and you can find everything on the website, all the past episodes and uh, on YouTube. Just search search Shipe Sports Talk and that's you'll find everything. And there we go. And hopefully right. during the Fantasy season, we'll start. We'll try to put out rankings every week on the website. So I'm gonna try to get that going. Right on. Work with Paul with that. Cool. So for my now again for myself, Paul, Brad, Coach, uh, thank you for listening and tune in in three weeks for our AFC preview show. See ya. Alrighty.